This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. All right, all right, all right. Mic check. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Uh-huh. Let me get this music ready, man. It's appropriate because it's my nigga Kobe birthday. Rest in peace to Kobe. All right, all right. But it's also Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Just going to get in here with my nigga Chief Keith, man. <laughs> I know what you're going. I know where you're you going. You already know. Oh, I didn't. I've been ballin' so them hard, I swear I think that I'm Kobe Young bull on this rap shit, but I think that I'm Kobe I swear I'm duckin' on these hoes, on these niggas I'm free throwin' These boys, they don't like me, cause I think that I'm Kobe Watch me hit the strip club, make it rain like I'm Kobe Industry full of lights, I play the game like I'm Kobe And since I think I'm Kobe, my bitch don't like to know me This is for them niggas that be thinkin' they Kobe I say, baby yeah yeah man uh I, I thought you was going somewhere else you I know love, what i'm saying i, love. I know gonna, where you thought i was we headed gonna, we gonna keep once it, you said no nah, i knew where you thought i was gonna, headed we gonna keep it chicago i mean but um in keeping with this episode hey uh-oh Proud niggas, y'all niggas. That's that F I don't like. Not at all. Shit, make believe, rapping about my own life. Woo! That's real, nigga. Woo! Rick Flair, nigga. Woo! The power's in my head, nigga. I get to beat the chair, nigga. So ho, a trifecta. Three hoes, trifecta. Three seasons, no trifecta. You blow, my watch better, my pins better. You don't write. You don't write. Season three, that's that shit I don't like. Miss me cause that <laughs> That Man. finale, that's that shit I don't didn't like. like. My God. Oh, man, and on that good note, welcome back, black people and white people and anybody else who rock with us to episode 114 of This Week in Culture. I am your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. the comment curator and one half of the culture. I got my dog with me, Jay. What up? What up, though? Shaman Jay Johnson, um, Mr. Podcast himself. Facts, man. And this week, we review the season three finale of Showtime's The Shy. If you couldn't tell by that last song selection... We ain't like. Nah. We ain't like. Man, all right. So I'm still relatively new to Twitter. All right. To actually being on there and operating and moving through the tweets. All right. The tweets, whatever. I've seen people say they really enjoyed that finale. Somebody said, wow. Yeah. They said, (laughs) wow. (laughs) But then it was wow, dot, dot, dot. That finale took my breath away. 
<laughs> like I read that. Stop breathing. Somebody, <laughs> nigga, you did. Stop breathing. You did. Breath. That finale killed you. That's what it did. That was. Huh, we gonna get into all my disdain for that finale. But if you liked it, I need to. Yo, if y'all liked the finale, email us at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com and just tell us what it was that you liked. Cause yo, if you like the season. Email us at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. And it's not to get no jokes No, no, no. I really want to know what it is that maybe we missed. So here's my thing. Oh, you know what I forgot? What that? Fucking hell yeah. So we said we was going to do this shit. So we was like after the finale. Uh Uh-huh. I was going to crack the brew right now. I was thinking about it. I mean, that's smaller. Yeah, yeah. We got to. All right. Remember, we was like, yo, we going to let people send their voice notes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talk, and about, talk the about the entire see, yeah. season. Shit we may have missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We was wrong on or whatever. 30 seconds, fam. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Limit any voice notes that come in. Keep them to 30 seconds. Um, And don't send five 30-second ones. Neither. Yeah, and we going we gonna to play that shit. Yeah, because I, I don't care if you liked it and I didn't. Yeah. That's fine. Your opinion is yours. I never take it from you. But I would like to know what it was that people liked because we talk for three hours every week about what we didn't like. Yeah. I want to know what people did like because I've seen people who say we've been hard on the season. We've been going too hard. Oh, y'all, it wasn't that bad. And then, like I said, the Twitter streets is... It's like what half and half on Twitter when I check the hashtag. Like when my timeline got yeah. like um, adults and free and, and like people who got brains. Yeah. And they be like, yo, this shit trash. Yeah. A lot of people stop watching it. Yeah. Uh, I do see some retweets from people. Yeah. And, and you know, strangers. I, it just, again, and that's more of what I see on Twitter. My timeline on all the other socials that I've developed over the years is full of primarily niggas who ain't crazy. But no, crazy. I mean, we get our jokes off and yeah, all that yeah. shit like that. But I do really want to know like... um. Because if there was say so there say if there's a theme uh for this particular season that yeah. we've just completely overlooked. Yeah, yeah. And let me what what resonated with you? Yeah. Uh what did you what was some of your favorite scenes, least favorite scenes? How'd you overall feel? I don't 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 say nothing to funny just to get put on because I'm I'm playing everything. Yeah, yeah. Anybody and, whatever you send, I'm putting on here. Yep. So, so if you, you ain't say gotta, your, your government name is going on the air. If you say a joke that's going to get you canceled is going on the air and we blaming you and giving them your email. <laughs> your IP address. Yeah. No, facts. Nigga, we're giving them all that. I done got canceled um, so yo, many times. Because me and Meg snitch. Nigga. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm we, just, we Meg ain't a snitch. Yo. We tell it. Nigga. No, we absolutely tell it. And yeah. I've seen a couple nigga. All you hood ass Meg is not a snitch, dog. Calm that shit down. Y'all niggas are crazy, bro. But like, I do want to get y'all feedback. Because yeah, yeah. we said we was going to start doing this at the end of yeah, the season. Yeah. So just come. to see what niggas feelings were overall. Yeah. yeah. So, in real life, if you send in the note, voice note, it will be played. I'm I'm putting it on there. I'm playing it. So please uh, participate. If you yeah, mean. man, get in there. And we got I mean, a couple voice notes we are gonna play for y'all later today. How many times were you on your favorite podcast? Facts, y'all or be all the I, other podcasts y'all listen to. Have you ever been on that one? I be wanting to call in. No, baby, email in. Send that. Send all the voice notes you got, man. We for got sure. y'all, my niggas, all the all the listeners, man. We got y'all. Um, before we get to the shy though. We did have a few things happening over the last couple yeah, days yeah, yeah. Uh, in the world of entertainment, man. First up, I know I talked to Jay about this a little bit, but I wanted to bring it to the pod. Master P versus C Murder, Monica and Kim Kardashian. nigga. That is a sentence I never thought I'd say in the history of life. Mm. It's a lot going on. So for those who might have missed it, Monica uh, recently, and by recently, I mean as of the final episode of the No Limit doc where they focused on C Murder going to prison. 
started posting about all this love she didn't you know had for c murder he always been the one and and i don't know if she said that directly but she posted a lot of instagram shit yeah free to real i love this nigga love of my life all that t- all that shit she be saying um and he been posting a lot of shit about her damn that gotta hurt to niggas that you was married to after him that called him the love of your life you was engaged to rocco had two kids married to shannon had a kid and the nigga from when you was 16 who you broke up with because he went to prison for murder you think um outside of your current situation yeah you think you the love of somebody's life and you're not with them no more yeah, that's not, not yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no and no no disrespect to my girl even though i know i'm the love of her life too um but no one to assume yeah no 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 i'm definitely love she her could life. definitely have a see murder soon no no my girl got a, <laughs> she is from the east so i don't know i don't know she probably got a see murder um but no I, I think so i think so um potentially though i don't know that's the thing too like when you break up with a motherfucker when i break up with somebody i don't care if i'm the love of their life no yeah, more yeah. like it don't hold on i don't hang on to it like a badge specifically someone I broke up with 17 years ago. They broke up in 03. They was together when she was 16 and he was married. That's when they first started fucking around. Come on, come on, come on, say what? He was, or I'm sorry, she was 16, pardon me, and he was married in 26. Monica came out when she was like 14 though. And was fucking with C-Murder at 16. Really? That was That was really a thing. That was really a thing. When was the, um, just one of them days? Ah, shit. Let's see. Just One of Them Days by Monica. New Monica. First of all, I didn't want that to play. <laughs> That's what you I wanted. You got to be very specific. With yeah, I just wanted the date. But um, that album came out in 95. So by 97, she was fucking around with C-Murder. And then... How the fuck would she meet C-Murder in 97? Like, where the... Like... Well, no, did limit we popped in 97 no 98 was their big year um I what's the name was 97 make them say um was 98 97 was uh about it about it yeah and she would have been touring so she could have been in new orleans i guess yeah man it was a thing but they the the thing was when they said because they weren't publicly fucking around till she was a little older uh, so so is he in the right place a a night 1995 or 97 pardon me she was 16 he was 26 that's nasty to me it's nasty whether, whether it was, it was illegal or not because michigan 16 yeah yeah good. michigan 16 you but good but nasty. i feel like louisiana 16 you ain't but i don't know where she was at but like as a 26 year old man 26 year old married man let's throw that in there he had a wife as a 20 this is not where i meant to go with this, no 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 way. but uh, I'm, i just found out it's a lot of shit as a 26 year old man you yeah. should not want a 16 year old girl and i don't give a fuck how like cute she is or famous she is you're not that's not your counterpart it can't be that's Mentally wild. and physically, that should not be a counterpart. That's wild. But apparently, they was fucking around back then. He was married. I think his wife's name was like Dion or some shit. Um, and then they publicly came out a few years later when it looked a little less nasty. But in '02, when he got sentenced, or I'm sorry, when he got convicted, and then in '03 when he got sentenced, they broke up. Either way, it's been 17 years since y'all rock. And anybody been giving Monica the, the down ass chick point? Oh, she's so loyal. That's her one. She Monica stay down. She's so real. Free to real. And I'm like, one, the nigga murdered a kid. Alleged. Alleged. No, it, it ain't alleged. It's on tape. Yeah. Him bussing. Well, see. So and that's where it get wicked. I, it I, get what? 
what I what was brought to my attention yeah. is that was another time he was trying to kill somebody. Gotcha. That wasn't the time that he actually allegedly or he or got convicted for. We can't. We don't. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Say allegedly, when you got convicted. No. Yeah. So no. he not. That's not the one that he was convicted. Yeah. From got you. Got you. That was one he tried to shoot. Um, a manager of a, a bouncer and a manager when of he was a in the front bussing, right? Because okay. they, they wouldn't let him in with his gun, Got so you. he let them know what his gun that, do. His gun bust. Yeah. Okay. So and no, it wasn't that murder. Got that you. Got you. Got it you. was another one he attempted to murder. Got you. Got you. That we trying to free him. And and that's again, dog. Here's my thing, nigga. I'm the child of a nigga that went to prison for a long fucking time. Yes, you can grow. So I'm not saying see murder ain't a different man 17 years later. I know a few years ago he had some. Let him stay three more years. He can come on. I feel you should be out after 20 years for whatever you did. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at that. 20 um, years a long time. If Here's my thing. If you're not being executed. Wait a minute. I got to take that back. Let me walk that back. Okay. Uh, because if you killed one of my loved ones. You wouldn't want to see. If you killed my loved one when I was. I, this year was my 20 year yeah. reunion. Okay. So if you killed one of my loved ones when I left high school, if I see you today, I'm still going like that's it's still a, there. It's, it's not still there. You ain't over it. Yeah. So Here's I my thing. I, I feel like the sentences you should either be given X amount of years until parole, so that could be however many, one year, twenty years, or be given life or be executed. Like it shouldn't be thirty to life shouldn't be a thing. Like why would why would you gonna sit this mess? Because after 30 years, if y'all still say, yeah, he's still kind of. If someone gave you. Yeah. This is you. Your, as a being right now, was like, yo, we can put you in prison for the rest of your life or we can uh, give you the death penalty. Which one are you taking? Let me ask this question before I answer it. And I only ask it because I studied it. Are they giving me the death penalty within a reasonable amount of time? Yes. Okay. Kill me. <laughs> I'm out here. Just dog. kill me. I'm out of here. Dog. Just kill me. <laughs> like in real Just life, I am out of here. Because that's the part about the death penalty I don't like is that you sit these niggas for 20 years and still make them do 20, then kill them. Yes, that's, that's, that's what they did to Tookie Williams. That's nigga. cruel and unusual. Fam, you literally took Tookie and waited until he had been a Nobel Peace nominee for writing fucking children's anti-violence books and then killed him after serving 20 years. This gonna sound harsher than what I mean. Okay. Why it take so long to kill these niggas? Because of the money. Because we make money with you sitting there for 20 years. Like, not that I... One, I guess I should say this first. Yeah. I'm not for state-sponsored execution and murders. Yeah. If I can't can't murder somebody for breaking my rules, you shouldn't be able to murder me for breaking yours. Facts. I'm not with it. Yeah, no. Period. And to to the point of um, one of my degrees was in uh, criminology... When you study this shit, you learn, and you might even learn this before college, it doesn't work. Like, capital punishment was literally put in place as a deterrent to crime. Niggas don't give a fuck. Niggas, it, crime was never fucking impacted by capital punishment. You bro. know, I think it would probably matter if you actually died in a reasonable amount of time. Probably. Because if you don't have time to do 10 appeals. If and, you get caught, I'm going to kill you 20 years, 20 years from now. Oh, so what? I get another. And nigga, I mean, not that it's cushy. But capital punishment prisoners, they get to sit by themselves. They don't got to worry about a fucking cellmate killing them at night. Like, they kind of get to chill. Eh. 
Tukey wrote books on his. Like that nigga said, "Well, shit, while I'm in here, I might as well get these money." This nigga was wearing glasses and shit by the end. I was like, "Wait, what happened?" Got to get these. So I, I'm with you. Like it, you should be killed in a reasonable amount of time. But this is crazy. Yeah, no, it's crazy combo. People. But on the flip side, though, because I'm also with you that I don't believe in capital punishment. But on the flip side, though, I also hate that some people get found innocent while they're sitting for that 20, 30 years before they get killed. And if they didn't have a time to file them appeals, they did. They'd have been killed wrongfully. Yeah, I don't think the state, so it's just weird, the state can't sponsor because we get it wrong too many times. Now that is a fact. They get it wrong so often. With, it is With all the air quotations, the, the evidence. evidence. No, yep. fam. You, yeah. Anything that happened after, before, night, before the year 2000, I don't know. Test if, that shit again. If there's no absolute certainty... Of anyone that's on fucking death row actually committing the crime that got them on death row. And I mean evidentiary based. I don't even believe it. Because if, if you got. Short of seeing it on tape. If you in the 90s. Uh, if the quote unquote yeah. blood evidence said it was you or the fingerprint evidence. No that should be fun. And that, But they was. And that's what I mean. If you don't have the. If the evidence produced then wouldn't fly now. With all the technology we have to test shit and do that, then it, them sentences should be switched over. I damn near feel that like every time, I think we should be running all that shit back over and over again yeah. in the system. So and and here's the thing, like I never fucking want, um, I never want like if C murder didn't commit that murder, and there's evidence that shows because like Mac, we was talking about Mac. Mac caught a bad fucking sentence too. Um, Mac literally, it was a shooting. Nigga ran through the club with his gun out, looked for his parents who were at the show, came to all his shows, even the little hood ones. And then nigga went to court because he was running around with a gun out. And this 90 witnesses saying, I saw Mac holding a gun. But then they ran the evidence and ballistics showed he never fired his gun. One, that wasn't even the same caliber. Wasn't the same caliber of gun. So it's like him being in prison is who everybody should be fighting for right now. I'll be honest, dog. And um, I be right before you came in, I was yeah. reading an article um, about... Um, I think the gentleman's name is uh, Steve Thomas. Okay, um, who was the victim um, of C murder? Oh, okay, um, the sixteen-year-old. Yeah, gotcha, the sixteen-year-old, gotcha. and his family's been speaking out to anybody who would listen. Yeah, like, no, keep that nigga in jail. Um, he was a young kid who his favorite rapper was C murder. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 borrowed somebody's ID so he could sneak in so to he see could, him because he was close to his town. Yep. So I went there to sneak him, see him. Nigga had like some fake uh gold um aluminum wrappers or some grill, shit. Yeah. Fake grill. He was so happy allegedly to 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 CC murder. And apparently he may have got too close in his personal space mm. and like 15 niggas jumped him. Yeah. And beat the nigga up. Yeah. And C murder himself yeah. was in there getting licks off. One gunshot goes off. And then he can be see murder can hurt be heard saying you know who the fuck I am yeah and like so like that's that like and they and they family like look yeah Kim K you like one of the biggest people out you talking you about the freedom man that we think yeah murder are a kid who was a super fan yeah who probably got overzealous to meet him yeah. and went yo hey yo because here's the thing he's also sixteen nigga <laughs> I ain't a grown ass man in the club dick sucking a famous nigga like i look up to you nigga you from the state i'm from like i fuck with you bro you 16 you see your hero fam i met kobe when i was 16 met kobe and Shaq. middle of the fucking lakers run 
nigga, I lost my mind. I ain't have nothing but shit to be embarrassed about. And I ain't give a fuck. Because I was hype, nigga. These is my niggas. I met Kobe. Nigga. They fell my friends. They fell my friends. <laughs> Dog, but that shit really had me lit. So it's like, imagine meeting your favorite artist yeah. when you're 16. And you look at what you went through to do it. You snuck in and fake ID and fake Imagine real. him killing you. Fam, so what's funny, well, not funny, but ironic about um him being jumped before he got shot. Uh, so the main witness in C-Murder's case was one of the bouncers that yeah. night. And he retracted his statement years later because he said he was forced by the police to confess that C-Murder was the one who shot him. But one thing he didn't retract was I pulled C-Murder off of him when they were jumping him. Like, I grabbed C because he's a good. you're C-Murder. You shouldn't be in this. Like, whatever they doing, let them do. But, nigga, you come over here and he said, I grabbed that nigga up. But initially he said the cops made him say, you grabbed him up. Then he came back with the burner and shot him. And he retracted that part. But there was also um, uh, reports of witness tampering. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people retracting and not showing up for court because we got. And here's the thing, dog. We talking about Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I have no doubt in my mind that anywhere in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, wherever the fuck you at. That a big millionaire, famous black dude. Getting charged with murder. He the only name y'all got as a suspect. Yeah, we'll we'll fudge some evidence, nigga. I don't have no doubt in my mind they'll do that. Did they have to fudge evidence though? But because you're a wild, you're a firecracker. We just and had that's you the on other tape part. Trying yeah. to kill somebody for not letting that's you. That's the in. other part. It's a bad look. Somebody tried to stop you from doing exactly what you just did. And no matter what happened, you were jumping this little nigga, little kid. Pardon me, young man. You were involved in stomping him out and beating him up prior to him being shot. Fam, you... So... like They call that felony murder here in Michigan. But to your point, um, one thing I said to my girl when we was talking about this shit the other day, with Monica and Kim K coming out and saying they trying to help him get out and they going to get him free and all that, one thing nobody was mentioning is that young man's family. Because right now, fam... The only person we've ever known might have had something to do with his death. Got caught, got tried, got convicted. Now y'all screaming, free him like my kid ain't still dead. Fuck free him. Find out who did it if y'all think otherwise, nigga. If y'all so convinced that he in there wrongfully, put your resources into finding who killed my kid. So and like, so who was in C-Murder's entourage that day? That like, pulled who the, the stra- fuck knows? Fam, the fact that nobody in his entourage stepped up and said... I was the one probably lets me know ain't nobody take that charge because they probably ain't do it. You was the hothead. We was cool beating them up, jumping them. That was what all we was doing. Well, nobody trying to catch a murder charge. Mac had just caught one. We ain't want it. And then here you come doing like you said, what we have you on tape not long before that doing. And it's just, I don't know. It's a bad look, but P is mad at Monica. Well, not mad at Monica. He mad at C murder because C murder through however he gets on Instagram from prison, um, basically posted like this ode to Monica and he's so thankful for her and Kim K and da da da. And it's, I've been in like a, a fucking hole figuring out new, like all the shit that's going on you and what's been happening. all the shit that P family been saying about him? P family that? saying he ain't been there, mm. but P ain't necessarily d- denying that he ain't been there recently. He said, y'all sucked me dry. That's why I cut niggas off. And I'm like, I'm talking about like, 
prior to. In, no, in regards to like the big ma that he kept. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and like, yeah. And they said the grandma put her house up and that was the um, master or not master PC murder used his last money to pay for her funeral when she died, like from prison because P wouldn't pay for it. So it's a lot of I ain't saying that anybody. It's just too much. It's a lot of personal shit. And when it come to personal shit, because I also saw one of C murders. I don't know if this is an ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, but she posted a fucking Instagram post with a pic from every year from 03 to 2019. Like, I've been up here all the time. Only time I seen Monica was around his kids. She don't come visit this nigga. She don't talk to this nigga. And before, because Monica apparently started talking back to him about seven months ago. Mm -hmm. And old girl was like, um... I ain't saying she ain't had other chicks. I know I probably wasn't the only chick he was talking to, but I'd be up here. And she was like, that nigga, Monica wasn't even on that nigga visitor list. Like, and she posted a pic a year for the last 17. Like, I've been going to see him. Monica ain't even been up here, but she go see his kids to front. Like, I still had his relationship with his family. But then on the flip side, that's because everybody was like, oh, why Master P mad at her? And Kim K, they trying to help him out. Be mad at him if he not acknowledging whatever you did to help him. Well, they've been beefed up. They've been at odds for years. Forever. They was at odds before he went to prison. Well, they've been at odds because Master P and and Corey Miller. Yeah. Uh long story short, like they went through like a whole bunch of pills. Yeah. They dropped in a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of all this stuff. Yep. And then, like, I guess he didn't feel like it was enough and he like well damn nigga we know you kind of did this shit and i didn't drop all this money to get yeah. you out like stop at like what you want me to do yeah like my, my whole thing and again this it's a lot of shit going on we talking about kids dying we talking about exes from 17 years ago and we talking about millions of dollars being spent so i ain't my opinion it matters none but i do think with regard to monica and kim kardashian if they were gonna help Reach out to P and maybe not to to ask permission, but to see like, yo, what have you done? Who have you reached to? Like, what resources have you already used? So maybe we could fucking not step on your toes or whatever. Like, and P kind of said, uh, initially he was uh, envy his his notations on yeah, yeah. captions was like, yo, he was kind of upset that when Monica was posting all this stuff, she was posting see murder, see murder, see murder. Yeah, and he like, Corey. yo, his name's Corey Miller. Facts. We've been going through a lot to get off the C murder because it's hard for all white jury to hear a man call C murder yeah. who we've seen on tape trying to murder somebody who yeah. is accused of murder to let him off on a, yeah, he might not have did it. Yeah. Well, that's again, back to them Louisiana courts and back to Matt getting sentenced. They used his lyrics as one of the reasons why they said, yeah, we know that ain't your gun. We know your gun never even fired that night, but you know what? You be rapping about murdering. Yeah. So that's enough. And they sentenced him to life for that. Yeah. If your name's C Murder and they keep calling you C Murder instead of Corey Miller, they might not want to hear, oh, yeah, he ain't do it, though. So it's sad, man. But the Monica piece, it is kind of weird, man. 17 years ago, a nigga that was fucking you when you was 16 and he was married. And now 17 years, three kids and two, well, a husband and a fiance later. That's just a lot. Monica got a new project coming. Well, she has a versus battle coming up. 
that's that's really what like she just popped out of the media going extra hard usually and then the verse is like yo what you got well here was my thing i first noticed oh you popped up when the finale of the no limit doc went up she said yo me and c been talking for seven months but why you ain't said all like why is all this happening right now that's what where it's kind of looking weird and then we get a versus battle niggas been crying for monica and brandy the whole quarantine out of nowhere, bam, not at my shit right. hot. Here I come again. I'm nigga. calling bullshit. Here we go. Going through the same thing. Here we go again. I didn't like it. Um, I'm not a fan. And I just think, I don't know, Monica giving me mad Al Bundy vibes right now. She, like this whole thing, like fam, he been in prison 17 years. And I'm not saying that you can't have been like the love of his life or he can't have been yours. But what I am saying is in that 17 years he's been locked up, you have been with two different men in extremely serious relationships. You just got divorced in 2019 at the end of the year, like October. Nigga. We want to talk about how Monica has a very specific type. Monica's also had a very fucked up day. Like, do you know about like her first boyfriend and suicide and shit? Yeah. Like, he was right there. Like, Monica need to talk to somebody and it don't necessarily need to be a nigga that's locked up for life she definitely likes street niggas right 100 percent. and shannon was the opposite of that i mean but he did just let off the chopper inside of i mean <laughs> he's still from chicago so <laughs> he didn't need to just let off the yeah. chopper at, yeah. inside of his house yeah shit, like yeah but that was also hey i thought y'all was breaking in y'all talking about oh we coming about a house like yeah. i ain't invite y'all that story like, shaky that story is wild that nigga. i need to talk to the realtor that story is shakier than Daystar. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we- Yo, man. <laughs> She's shaky. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. And Shannon ain't from Chicago. He's from Maywood. Let me throw that out there for one of our Chicago listeners. That nigga ain't from the town, nigga. Now I'm in a gang. Is there a Chicago metro area? Like this Maywood, Springfield. Do they refer to it as the Chicago metro area? No, nah, I think they just call them shits by their name. Where did Detroit get this Detroit metro area shit from? I have no idea. I don't know when it started or why it started. But I hear Metro Detroit more than no other major city. I've never says, heard any I don't hear metro, metro Los Angeles. No. Nah. I hear, oh, that nigga live in Malibu. And that's it. And it's like, nigga. And other cities, like you think about like Atlanta. Niggas who ain't from Atlanta say where they from. Like I'm from Gwinnett County. Yeah, from- like they tell you, nigga. Oh, nigga, I'm from Clayton County. Like we don't fuck around over there, nigga. I'm from Riverdale. Like niggas say where they from everywhere else, but in Detroit, it's uh, I'm Metro Detroit or oh, I'm from the D. Oh, you are where you grow up, nigga Southfield. And it's like, huh? <laughs> it's just weird. It gets very fucking funny. But Monica looking a little funny in the light. P looking a little funny in the light. Brandy, how you feel about their verses? Uh, let me quote. Uh, oh shit! Let me quote. Uh, Anytime, nigga, got a quote. <laughs> uh, Brandy bought to catch a second murder charge after she vocally killed this Jesus. bitch. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Shout out to the four eleven legend. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> Yo, that really fucked Brandy up, like mentally. Like she was not okay after that. From everything I read, um, I do think that she'll win the, <laughs> the versus battle. Okay they were not well at all. Um. <laughs> I think Brandy will win the, the verses. Uh, I'm listen. I'm gonna keep it a buck though, and I just said this to my girl a couple hours ago. Um, I don't really think they have 20 hits each. So that's what I was about to go. I had uh, I me Jay personally. Johnson. Uh, I don't know 20 Monica songs. 
Uh, now, granted, like that's not. Yeah, yeah, that ain't to say they don't. Yeah, that's not my lane, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, but I, I got a radio. <laughs> and here's the thing, man. And like I got, I got MTVB. Like I know what was like. And again, we're talking versus hits. That's all Swiss Beats and uh, Timberland have stressed this whole time. Nigga, we don't want you to play 20 album cuts. Because, yes, you got 20 songs that sound good. 1,000%. fairly sure. I know it, but nigga, hits. And one of y'all hits, y'all share it. I never bought a Monica. Matter of fact, y'all's biggest hit, y'all share it. Who plays it first? I feel like they both kind of, like, that kind of got to be, like, the last song, and then it go off. Yeah, somebody told, somebody said that exact yeah. thing. Like, I feel like that's how that should go. But I also felt like that with Rick Ross and uh and 2 Chains, because they have a song together. They, damn, fuck. What song is, they have something together that I thought, like, oh, I wonder who's going to play that first. And then, I don't even think either one of them played it. But all that to say, man, I don't think they got 20 hits, but. I'm going to check it out. I might pop in, see what's going on. Um, Because they really didn't like each other. That's the other part about this. Like, yeah. oh, and guess where they doing it? Tyler Perry Studios, nigga. ATL. The only nigga who brave enough to keep producing during this fucking moment. Tyler Perry says oh, shut down where? Actually well, now they back. started back, but Tyler never stopped. Yeah, nigga. I mean, he got the compound. My nigga. And I'm like, fam, he, I don't. He, he got the bubble. Nigga, he, got he is bubble. the bubble, nigga. Fuck the NBA. Speaking of NBA, you've been watching playoffs and shit? I, I bought a TV package in order to watch Just to get on there? Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Because I, I was just... Because the ESPN wasn't giving us shit on the Plus app. Yes. Yeah, I feel you. I bought a TV package. It's been uh, relatively entertaining. I'm I'm, I'm a, only watching LA and Blazers. Yeah. that I feel like that series over. Because um, fuck Y'all know I'm a giant Lakers fan. Uh, them niggas missed like 93 free throws the other night, and we still won. I don't know how... Um, after that, I was like, yeah, they probably about to blow the Blazers out next game, and then it's just a wrap. Or it could go 2-2. It could, but I doubt it. I don't. Mellow, my nigga. Um, I like Dame. I don't believe in Dame. I just don't. Um, we've touched on this, and we've gotten in trouble about this, so we can keep this one short, but Meg came out on live the other day. Yes. Officially said, Tory Lane shot me. Yes. No speculation, no nothing. It's been a very loud and very boisterous protect black women movement on the internet ever since. Facts. Um, I posted something that I saw Jay post, but I want to read it again because I feel like it's relevant. Hold on, what I post? Hold on. What did I post? No, no, no. This was good. This was good. Okay. Um, Jay posted. <laughs> I ain't. Well, it was a tweet. So you you posted yeah. it, but it was from a tweet. I ain't them black men y'all are tweeting about, and none of my homies are. We will all fuck anyone up about a black woman, known or unknown. We're still here, black women. Don't look at the actions of some ho-ass celebs and judge us all. We got you. That's real. Fam, it's real because it's real. I hate that when celebs, celebrity men specifically, do anything, cheat, fucking shoot somebody beat somebody any of the foul shit that these celebrity niggas end up doing i hate when that becomes like a fucking all black men like because it's like fam tory lanes was never protecting you future was never protecting you the niggas down here that you know that you speak with every day the nigga you laying up next to the nigga you woke up with the boots on the ground niggas we the ones supposed to protect you if we don't then get on us get on that black man shit but them niggas never gave a fuck. And they show you that every day. Man, we will always be compared to superstar niggas. I just hate when it, When you're a regular nigga. Yeah. But when you're a regular nigga trying to do 
certain things is like I don't I'm not I'm not focused on you. Yeah. I want my ten out of ten list, yeah. my whole nine yards, but then the actions of the top get foiled all the yeah. way down. So yeah. I, I just I hate it, man. Cause it's it's kinda like we eat a lot of the celebrity nigga like good and bad uh behavior. Cause yo, the celebrity nigga with the millions go out and buy his girl a Bentley truck or some shit and nigga uh I don't know the nigga name fucking whoever go with G Herbo baby mama uh whatever that nigga name is he go out that, that shit changes a few times facts facts that's the other part that nobody want to talk about but whatever but he go out buy her a Lambo truck Bentley truck whatever the fuck he bought her and then it turned into oh nigga energy that's what I need and it's like fam two days later one two was on the internet talking about she don't never go on dates. She's so miserable. She don't want a nigga to 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 like over be all up on yeah. me. Nigga, I just bought you a Lambo truck, and then two days later, you on the internet talking about how you don't, you don't got want a nigga on you and all. It's Ooh, just weird, dog. Shit. And it's I I hate the narrative that gets created because we do protect our black women. We try our best to. We try our best to. It is certain situations that we might not be able to influence, but we try. Let me get this out though. Yeah. So this whole time, we was like, uh, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, niggas pull over a car because they were the shooting. Yeah. Uh, there's a nigga in the car with a gun, and you're shot, and like nothing happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we was all like, you a celebrity. Like, yeah. We saw a video from you from a helicopter. Yeah. With like getting out, like Tory on the ground. You doing a? It's not a secret. Yeah, yeah. Like I get it. Like I'm trying. It ain't nobody been. It's, yeah. Like we just saw. Yeah. So she been increasingly irritated that people want to be like, fam. We want you to kind of say something to confirm it. Yeah. yeah. And like when she dropped the video, which I I I'm every. She was like, since y'all hoes won't let up, like, y'all hoes? Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Us hoes just want you to be safe and the criminal to be charged. Yeah. That's a direct quote from uh for the homie Marcus. Yeah. But like Summer all, what up? Uh fam. Like yeah. d- d- what what what's happening now is what we wanted from the very beginning because yeah. fam, a lot of people like like you. Yeah. And like the and other Everybody guy too. likes you. Yeah. So And he had just hit hit the height of his fame. So if if a nigga out here shooting people, yeah, like the the the, the care and concern yeah, yeah. for people. I mean, it was some some to her to her point. She said she lied to police initially yeah. and said it was glad because she wanted to protect them. Yeah, yeah. So she lied to the police initially. So like people were okay to be skeptic because you did give false information for him and yeah, y'all benefit. for his protection yep, but yep. it was like yo this shit don't make no sense yeah i just read something today that la county about to drop all charges against him i don't oh, know wow. how i don't know how that wow. shit work or if that's true damn but um i was like yo this wow and then you kept getting online and not necessarily saying what we was all waiting waiting for you to say then i was like well shit i'm glad you told live that he shot you yeah did you tell the police yet yeah um because that's really what matters right yeah and it's fucked up again all them weirdo niggas talking about mega snitch for fuck saying out this. fuck out of here she ain't no street nigga man like she don't have to live by the she's not a yet. criminal yeah also that like because don't that's what don't sn- criminalize her victimization like nigga, like criminals abide by the code them of codes the street, yeah right? 
you can't expect regular niggas to abide by yeah. a criminal code. That's why I hate when niggas like shit happen in the hood and everybody over there be on some nigga. Why y'all don't never say nothing? Like, or pardon me, like we not saying that we not snitching. We don't talk to the cops. Fuck twelve. All that. it's like, fam. Y'all, most of y'all niggas in that neighborhood don't live that life. So if you do know who might have been involved in that shit, speak up. But then I kind of come from a different. It's kind of fucked up, right? So I know a homegirl. I um I shouted her out. And, and said rest in peace on this podcast a couple years ago when she passed. But a girl I went to school with, um, a girl that one of my best friends dated for a minute, she got killed and literally got killed because she testified against someone who carjacked her and her boyfriend. Yeah, that's something different. And it's but it's it's still wild because it's like y'all should y'all. Should, so it's one thing for keeping your mouth shut, yeah, yeah because yeah. you're scared for your life, yeah, and and rightfully yeah, so, yeah, yeah. In some absolutely, cases. absolutely. And then the other thing is like you being proud that yeah, you yeah, kept yeah. your mouth closed. You didn't held up a code yeah. that even the niggas who telling you about the code don't hold up. And here's the thing, man. Tory Lanes again. I don't. I've, I, outside of say it, I've never liked any music by him. Um, Quarantine radio. I felt like he had a he had a thing going for him. It was big. It was a moment. Man, he had a bunch of girls shaking their ass. No, no, no. I'm talking about like as far as like ascension with regard to his celebrity because yeah. that got him back nobody was saying tory lane's name for real prior to that and i thought as far as just the the thing he was doing overall i was like oh maybe this could turn into like a career in radio or something like because he seemed like he had a personality for it so when he was doing all that i was like okay tory lane's found his niche because it wasn't music i never thought musically he was gonna do shit he was doing good music. he never fucking came off to me like a nigga who one would shoot anybody. Two would have you worried that if you told, your life would be in danger. So her finally getting coming out and saying in full, "Yes, Tory Lanez is the one who shot oh, I, me." I think the I'm reason like, that she didn't come out and say it um, wasn't because she was trying to protect Tory Lanez. I mm. think she was trying to protect herself from us, mm. and because us, we us, aka black, black folks people. culture, we got this thing. That a small corner of the internet is trying to do now, where we act like the quote unquote code of the streets applies to us all. Yeah. And the majority, and the large, overwhelming majority of us are not criminals. Fam, we, we don't, don't live that to, life. We don't have to abide by a criminal you code. You shoot me, well, you shoot me, it it may go differently. But if you shoot me and I say, mm, I don't want to get on no street justice retaliation shit, I'ma just call the cops. I have no problem doing it. That's what I'm saying. I don't give a nigga. I ain't gang. Unfortunately, we judge our people for protecting themselves, for doing the right yeah. thing. We want we want to give them the like. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm 100 believe it was more like oh yeah. I can get a plus. I'm a rapper. I'm a yep. so much so. In fact, when she gave her speech, she had to do the I'm the street guy. I'm not. A, I'm from Houston. I'm from this part. You. She had to give the yeah. qualifier. Yeah. To let, it's the signals like, hey yeah. guys, I'm from the hood. But like, don't take my pass. I had to give you an excuse of why yeah. I'm telling. And Instead here's the of, other part. Like, no, this nigga shot me. Here's the other part. Like, I know because of what Tory did, black women have been like, yo, black men don't protect us. And I get, hey, I, I get it. He did some whole ass shit. That's whole ass nigga shit. You don't ever raise your gun on no fucking woman who in your life wasn't in danger, nigga. Like, fuck is you shooting that man for? But I want black people to understand that. It's just as many women and men who have made her so uncomfortable that she waited three weeks to even say what really happened. 
Because it's been women and men going the fuck off on the internet. And I want everybody to know that the internet is not where black men go and we talk shit about women and down women. It's women in them comments too. I hate they black. Um, I dislike statements like black women don't support black men. Black men don't, don't support, support black. or black. It's divisive, bro. I, it's not. It's not like. It's not real. It's hypothetical. Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. When I say it's not real, I don't say that there's not a situation where yeah. this individual person didn't support. What I'm saying is it's hypothetical because everything is like a. Who, who is on, the person? It's based who on can one-offs. I, who can I point to yeah. and be like, you know what, Jason? In this particular situation, you didn't support somebody, probably specifically because they're yeah. a black woman. Like, do you know that to be the case? Every black woman I know. And has, vice versa. Yeah. For a woman like, yo, you don't, because a man be like, yo, women don't don't like, don't like love us. They want insert such and such. Yeah. They be like, dude, wait a minute. Are you saying that it didn't work out with you with this girl? Yeah. And your and your mind is because she really wanted sunshine. Do you know that to be the case, yeah. or is that the narrative? Like, I just I hate it because every black woman who I personally know has more than one black man in her corner. Whether they dating them, whether it's family, whether it's a friend who supports them, who will protect them in any situation. Thanks. And I say that because if I personally know you, I'm one of those men. Thanks. So I can say it confidently. I don't like the narrative that when it happens to celebrities, that it becomes all of them. It's the same way as, yo, one celebrity black man marries a non-black woman. Black men never date black women. And it's like, yo, I have some pretty successful friends, like relative. Yeah, they might not be millionaires, but mm, they up there. And a one of them has a black wife or a black girlfriend. And they get down. I don't know too many dudes directly who I fuck with who ain't with a black woman. I know one. I know person. I may know one. I know one of the homies who who hey. his, whose wife is not black. Yeah, one of my homies, his girlfriend is not black. His wife, or I'm sorry, his ex-wife and his ex-fiance prior to her, black. But like And it's like But like they don't know, even that like to an extent, like fam, why does that even matter? Like, I don't know this individual. Like, why do you I don't fucking know why these two people together? Them two celebs over there don't mean that I won't protect you or that I don't love you. So man. that's my whole point, man. Meg, we we love you. We rock with you. Tory Lanez, you a hoe ass nigga. And it's that simple. Um, speaking of hoe ass niggas, they caught the hoe ass niggas that killed Jam Master J. Yeah, that's kind of wild. That's wild. That one of them was his godson. Um, no, like he would have been like sixteen at the time. Yeah, and and they, uh, that's it's a whole lot coming out. They said niggas was in the middle of a fucking drug deal. On bad, like that's what it I was, initially heard. I, and I, I heard about Jam Master J still being that Hollis Queens nigga, um, and and getting down. I heard that way back when it happened, but they're kind of confirming it now. Like that's essentially what happened. They was in the middle of some shit. Jam Master said he ain't want the bricks that them niggas brought up to the sell. Them niggas said, all right, well we came to sell some bricks, so you ain't buying them, nigga. Give me your money. Said no, nah, fam. This is him. this is every single drug deal boils down to the one thing: uh, Do I respect you enough to pay for it, or should I take it? Yeah, and and every single one of them. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's the option. Because what you gonna do? Call the police? Oh shit! One of the homies just said, "Hey, what's that podcast email address?" <laughs> <laughs> Blackberry letter coming soon. Um, yeah, dog. I'm I'm not. Uh, it's just fucked up because it's like his godson. Like they was showing. All over the Instagram, he jam asked, rest in peace, God, dad, rest in peace. He had his mural. He had, and it's like, damn, you've been holding that 
energy like for this long and like that was old too, my nigga. Damn, Bishop. Like, whoo. You at the funeral? You at Raheem funeral, Bishop? Come on, dog. Uh, I hate it, man. But rest in peace, Jam Master Jam. I'm glad they caught niggas, though. Cause after 18 years, that's well beyond the cold case. Ain't nobody thinking about that. Um, so rest in peace, Jam Master J. Uh, what else I got? Oh, speaking of Megan Tory, man, uh, another nasty nigga that we not fucking with, who I ain't never fucked with, who I've been told y'all to not fuck with. Trey Songs out here being a wild nigga, bro. Trey Songs living life. How you doing? We just had a quick visitor. Like your haircut. Trey Songs, nasty. He out here peeing on chicks, telling him to pull up, eat his ass. Hey, man. He's snatching their cell phones and throwing them off the balcony and holding them hostage. Uh, yeah. Hey, man, I don't know what to believe. That's your man. That's a little bit too much for me. That's uh, your man. Uh, I don't know, man. I've hey, heard, man. I've heard rumors. Yeah. I just, uh, so that was something that kind of added into the black men not protecting black women thing which no one was white no 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 <laughs> is they okay? were white as fuck is it okay to, to pee on white women or is that is that <laughs> are black women mad that he the black man peed on no white no no it had nothing oh. to do with them two women um so after they went on the podcast and said what they said so one of them has like filed charges against trey song selena powell um She's filed charges before against him saying he was abusive and, and all this shit. The other one was the one who said he peed on her unexpectedly. Like, they had just fucked. She go to the bathroom. That nigga came in there, like, get in the tub. She like, all right, I'm thinking we about to fuck in the tub. I get in the tub. And she was like, next thing I know, the nigga just fucking starts peeing on her. And she like, bro, you just peed, like, directly on my face and my lashes and shit. Like, what the fuck? But where it came to black women, apparently a couple years ago, Kiki Palmer had talked about Trey songs on a breakfast club um, and just saying he was a bit aggressive, um, overtly aggressive, like noticeably like this is beyond you just trying to be like assertive, like nigga, you're actually like kind of like hiding in the closet. Or something? Yeah. 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 Said she had to hide in the closet from the nigga cause it got kind of weird um, and, and got a bit scary. And apparently back when that happened, Trey was sort of still kind of popular as far as popularity goes between him and Kiki and, Apparently the internet ate her up, Twitter ate her up. You a liar. Trey don't need Trey don't need to uh sexually abuse you. So now they were saying like black men didn't believe the black woman, right, but they believe these two white women. But I'm like, I one, I never I didn't really remember that Kiki Palmer had said that. But more importantly, I'm like The reason that one, uh, I don't think again, we don't we don't the, know. We're not about to cast a wide net yeah. and say black men because one i don't fucking know about none of this yeah. shit uh so, i didn't know the nigga was peeing on white women like <laughs> and i'd have protected her too shit that's wild i don't believe the white woman uh everything that she says uh she also says she sucked off seven members of a basketball team back to back to back and swallowed wild the, the phoenix suns um, and they came in while she was getting smacked by somebody else yeah and then she went through the whole like so if anybody believed her it's because she is very forthcoming with information that doesn't make her look good in a flattering light yeah but yeah only only issue i got with any all this shit whatever the niggas do with their little sexual shit cool whatever leave me alone with that shit yeah uh he upped text messages and screenshots immediately yeah like yo if i was peeing on you and all that shit while you keep begging me to unblock you and yeah. you love me and all the other bullshit this the thing that i had an issue with yeah because all them screenshots just told me 
that you is okay with white women calling you a nigga. Because she called him several times. Like, a damn, nigga. nigga no, like, yeah. that and never That's mentioned. nigga shit. Like, I'm not He okay never with said that. stop calling me that in none of them texts. Cause that's, now I know she be saying it when she with you. Yeah. So that's the part that I was like, yo, this man, wow, that you let this white yeah. woman call you nigga. Just blatantly. And like, it's like, it's a, it's not a thing at all. Not a, yo, who is you talking to? Yeah. It's just what room number. The next one was like, what room number, you know, y'all yeah, in the time? Yeah. Nigga told her to get an Uber. I'm not coming to get you. Like, he Fam, was get like. get the Uber and come eat my ass. Like, this is a lot. Trey a wild nigga. But I've been told y'all, niggas trash. He asked literally, um. I just know that was wild. Uh, no, that I, I noticed that, though. Like, it was funny because reading the messages and the screenshots, you see her white-ass picture right up there by the shit, and it's just like seeing her say, like, stop playing, nigga. Unblock me, nigga. Like, it's like, damn. Damn, nigga. Like, what? Trey, you just let that ride, dog? That's what you want, nigga? It is, man. It Mr. Is. P on your girl. All right. Um, wanted to holler at you about this because I know know how you get down. You think of Nas' new album, man? I mean, we only a couple days in, so man, I love it, man. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, it's a good ass album. Man. It's, it's really good. Hit boy did his thing. Nas did his thing. Man. I've listened to it a lot of times. Yeah, out of the thirteen songs, it's only thirty eight minutes. Yeah, it goes you know very saying? fast. A couple of them songs is only a minute and a half, two minute long. Yeah, I mm. think other than like um like the firm record, I think most of the songs only have like two, two verses. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two verses and a hook. Yeah. Um, my only issue was some of the hooks. Some of the hooks I weren't feeling. I wasn't feeling. Um, other than that, I thought it was. Which great one album. you weren't feeling? Uh, which hooks? Let me see. Because I, I had one specifically in my head all fucking day, and I was listening to it earlier. And I'm pretty sure you're gonna say that one. But hold on, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you because I want to make sure I'm saying the right hook. It is. I think it's that. So the replace me, the Big Sean one. I don't like that hook. Man, I love that shit. I don't like that hook, and I love that song. That's what fucked uh, me up. I don't like that hook. It's like and a, uh, and it's like a, it's a playoff of um, old girl song. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't like dude on the hook. Um, and then I also uh, Don yeah. whatever dog name is, and then I don't like the hook on the Lil Durk joint. Yeah, I thought I liked that. I don't too. like that hook, bro. I wasn't like, I wasn't expect. So when I seen them two names, yeah, yeah, I, I ain't expect like, the combo at I all. I was like, yo, I, I'm scared of these two songs yeah. because I don't want. And I was pleasantly surprised. So again, both. I love the Big Sean joint, and I love the Nas's verses on the songs with Lil Dirt or the song with Lil Dirt. Sean spazzed on that verse. That verse is comparable with Az and Cormega's verse yeah. off the. No, as far as like me being impressed, yeah. it ain't the same type of verse. No, Az just put in no. one of the best verses. Period. Az, I've always liked Az better than Nas. That was just me. That was my preference. But Az, the whole firm sounded great. I was happy to hear from Fox, AZ, even though her voice is AZ, fucked. Az, Az verse though. Az verse was crazy, nigga. He ate that, that shit up. As dog. far as like. How it sounds. Bar for bar. The content. Sonically. The delivery. That messaging in that whole entire yeah. song. Come on, man. No, AZ tore that up. King's um, disease, man. Cormega tore that up. Um, that album's just good, man. Hit Boy did his thing. I like it. I like it. I'm a fan. How you feel about uh, the little chart with Jay stepping on every Nas project? Uh, hey, man, Jay a whole-ass nigga sometimes, <laughs> dog. I just, I just keep it real with you, dog. <laughs> like... If we wanna we wanna be real, we wanna call a spade a spade. Yeah, like you've been uh, you've been a crab nigga for a long time. Yeah, and this shit is all about a super fan 
who got his feelings hurt a long time ago and he's gonna hold a grudge forever um and no matter how times they didn't squash this and everything yeah. it's whack at first it was like hey hey, hey he, yeah. he petty no it's really it looked bad and it backfired you it backfired this time because the song, that song it, was garbage dumpster juice it, and it's not been well received and what's fucked up the song is bad and it's not necessarily because of hove this is one of the few times where I've been like, Pharrell, you this ain't good at the all. The whole thing is bad. It ain't good at all. It's, the video was good. It's funny, I like the video. It's funny how how things change. Uh, so now it's Baby Mama. Uh-huh. Uh, Carmen. More and Carmen. Yeah. She had released a book years ago. Yep. And she said she went over to Jay House and he had like all these limited edition like uh Nas records and mm-hmm. shit that you can't find nowhere little uncut joints yeah, yeah. like the nigga on B-sides records and, and all like yeah like the nigga he always been a fan yeah so like when Nas was saying in ether it was like you been a fan you nigga. been a fan you been on my dick nigga yeah. you love my style like fam it's the same reason that that Ja and 50 Cent never got along yeah 50 Cent 50, came to me been a fan 50 Cent came to meet Ja. Ja blew him off. Didn't know who the nigga was. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. And he's hated him ever since. And yeah. no matter what, it's always going to be like that. Yeah. And I think it's whack to me. But it's also interesting that the fans have switched because it used to be what you're trying to kick knowledge. Yeah. And is it black and girl law? Like, fam, you own this shit heavy now. And now Jay kicking knowledge. Not everybody. It's okay for the, yeah. you to kick knowledge when Jay do it. But yeah. other, it was, it's just interesting that uh um, 444 all knowledge it's like yo grow your hair out i signed a deal with hennessy and then you do do say yeah and turn henny palooza yeah into, into do say palooza like fam that was on henny though like you've been they should have paid them boys well i'm saying like you yeah stop it. but you came up and paid them boys specifically like stop it yeah it's, if it's he's be- stepping it, on another line it's beneath you what's funny with uh like when Nazir dropped and then him and Beyonce dropped they shit. What was really funny about that is they shit dropped on like a Saturday afternoon. It was like, oh shit, I forgot Nas dropped last night. Put ours out, put ours out. And it then was Nas like, dropped last night, but not really last night because yeah. Kanye didn't ever. He didn't. Yeah, Kanye didn't drop that shit. It until came like late. Yeah. It came late as fuck. Niggas was looking for it all day. So it's like y'all waited legit till like six hours after this shit dropped. And y'all came out, and it's like, nigga, that's, that's whack. Though. Yeah, it's it's wild, man. When some whoever put that chart together, because I'd heard about it, niggas have said it for years, but whoever put the chart together of all the instances where this nigga steps on a Nas move, it's like, damn, hove, this is a bad look, bro. It's whack. Uh, I got it. It's um, uh, December eighteenth, two thousand one, when Stillmatic dropped, he dropped Unplugged, and twenty two thousand and four, Street Disciple, he dropped Collision Course, mm-hmm. which was nasty because you shouldn't have been did a fucking record with horrible, R. Kelly horrible. the second time around. Yeah, you knew better. Uh, Nas Greatest Hits, November sixth, twenty seven, two thousand and seven, American Gangster, mm-hmm. uh, Nasir, twenty eighteen, Everything Is Love. Mm-hmm. Then when he dropped the Lost Tapes too, the Lost Tapes too, they dropped the. The Beyonce uh, Lion King project on that was last year. Yeah, and then this year, of course. Yeah, it's a lot, man. It is a fucking lot, bro. Like, I don't know. Hove, this this looked like a bad move. Um, and again, that song wasn't it. So, I knew it wasn't gonna be it when I read the name. When I saw the lyrics I, that leaked online. Oh, I didn't even see that. I saw the title. And was like, I don't want to hear this. It was like uh, something about when Jack Black Twitter. What's that? When Jack, do you eat something about what's Jack for every Gucci, buy two FUBUs or some shit? So, 
That part got mad attention on Twitter. Um, cause Jay, how much Fubu you got, my nigga? How much you buying right now? Fubu still makes suits for y'all who don't know. Um, Damon John still creates a suit line. They have a deal with Men's Warehouse, and uh, they've been in suits for however many years. I didn't take it as a specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Fubu, but like, but I, I would like. To, I've never heard Jay. Who the black designer should be shouting out? That's not um, off white. And so my favorite tweet was Jay Z for twenty five years. Gucci, Louis V, Richard Milley, Goyard, Fendi, Louboutin, Cartier, Mercedes in box seats with a mink on brushing shoulders with the owners. Jay-Z in 2020. Buy more FUBU. And it's like, nigga, I never heard that from you. Like, Jay-Z. It's been big money talk. Jay-Z, bring a team to Brooklyn. Destroy the areas in Brooklyn where people was actually living and yeah. tore down the fucking stadium. And, yeah. Like, like, it was a good flex for you because yeah. you can say that, but it was a lot of people there. I'm like, oh, we're going to bring jobs here. It never happened. It never happened. And then you left your ownership seat. Yeah, like, they got you. To they push, used you. They used you to push this shit through, gave you a 0.5, like, a less than 1% in ownership in the team, whatever, whatever. That's not like a knock because I don't have that. But, like, fam, don't get used to. Even oh, while FUBU was hot, Jay was only w- rapping about European luxury brands. I understand. And then drop the uh, the S. Carter, which is a, a knockoff Gucci shoe. Fam. I don't know how we let that pass. Oh, I shit. I just had this convo recently because I showed somebody younger the S. Dot, and they thought it was a Gucci shoe. And when I said this was whole shoe, he said, oh, he did a, like a Gucci collab? I said, no, these was Reeboks. No, this was a knockoff. This was a Reebok shoe. Sweating a Gucci collab. It was a Reebok. And niggas was like, what? And I'm like, we let that shit, nigga. Rock. We let it ride. We wore them, niggas. Bought them. I didn't, cause I wasn't even a. I was definitely not a J fan at the time. I had a pair. Um, I don't know that I ever wore them, cause they weren't the type of shoe that I wore at the time. Anyway, um, at the time I was actually getting Gucci money off my uh, refund checks in college, so I was buying the Gucci's, nigga. But I definitely had a pair of S dots, and I was like, we rocked them out in the streets, and that's wild. Niggas just let motherfuckers get off and it's funny i still have the white gucci's that i had at the time that's crazy that bape gets off bape just do what they feel like doing like nigga that's an air force one to the t nigga like how does how how is that okay nike don't care nope apparently not i don't know is it because it's in japan i don't fucking know nigga it's wild though and bape had a minute nigga and them bape shoes cost crazy and bape coming back yeah, that's what I'm saying. They call the resale on like them older babe shoes is nuts, dog. Like that's big money shit, man. Um, positive news. Let's jump on some good shit. Our nigga, one of our favorites up here. Um, who we hope gets the help that he needs because clearly he needs some help. But sound like he's trying to get his life back together. Jason Mitchell. Yeah. Um, he is set to produce and to star in the Sean Bell film um he is making this film he has he posted a picture with sean bell's dad uh for those of y'all who don't know sean bell look up the details of the case but sean bell was killed by police on the night it was the night before the wedding right his bachelor yeah bachelor bachelor party party. um leaving his bachelor party um he got killed by new york police and jason mitchell is set again to produce and 
um, star as Sean Bell in the film on his life and ultimately his death. How you feel about it? Um, I think he's going to do an amazing job. I think he will as well. Um, I hope that it comes out. Let me thought, start right there. Because anytime we're in a weird climate right now when it comes to film. You stop this one. You stopping something different. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so I, I found myself conflicted because, again, we we have never been shy up here about how much we really like Jason Mitchell, how much we were disappointed in all the shit that happened in his career over the last couple of years. But I'm like, again, I've personally seen Jason Mitchell drunk, wild in Chicago um, during the summer. They were filming the shy. I was there for work. Nigga bought me drinks, bought my boss drinks. He was drunk as fuck. I've seen this nigga kind of walling a little bit. I've heard several instances from people who live in Chicago that the nigga has a real substance abuse issue dealing with that coke. Nigga had the issue with the sexual harassment charges, but they weren't charges. They were uh, um, accusations because um, nobody we, ever. We assumed that that's what it was, it, but no one ever actually said they were sexual. And And that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what can come of it when because like the netflix thing that he got fired from uh the film they said that they reported that he was outside a trailer saying wild shit so i'm like i understand the firing but i'm like i don't know that that would have been something that you'd have called the cops over like he ain't touch you but then they said he was touchy on the shy with jerica and i'm like that gets weird because you had the fucking accusations from netflix it aligned with that and then it comes out that jerica reported you season one Season two, she was bringing her husband down there because she was scared you was going to get weird again. And then it comes out, oh, the new showrunner also reported you and someone else who went unnamed on the cast, who I can only assume had to have been Jada because everybody else on the cast that was a woman seemed underage. So I was like, I hope it wasn't one of them. But he done been through a lot of shit and then, then got accused of a lot of shit. And then he had the gun charge with the drugs and the pills last summer. So it's just like, more than anything, I want to see the nigga get his life together. To see that he's a part of a project like this, yeah. Fam, please keep your life together and make sure this shit comes out. Uh, Cause I want to see this. It'd be easy to stop this movie. It very easy. Give a nigga some drugs and and let him let him Fam, have at it. Some drugs and women. Send them over his way, and he could fuck this up. But it'd also be easy because NYPD don't want this film. I can tell you right now. They do not want niggas to really see what happened to Sean Bell that night. They shot 50 shots, right? Fam. Unarmed as fuck. Leaving my bachelor. Pr- I'm getting married in the morning. Um, and now my fiance is getting a call that I'm dead. What the fuck just happened? So I know NYPD don't want this shit to come out. Uh, 13 years ago. Yeah. Uh, Papoose made a song called 50 Shots. Yep. Uh, go listen to it. Go on your YouTube, and he he explains it in great detail what happened. Salute the, to Papoose too. Underrated storyteller, by the way. Yeah, I got chills. I might have even fucking cried over that shit. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, uh, I'm just. Uh, I I hope the project comes out. I know that Jason Mitchell will do well. Um, and I can really appreciate and respect that he went to Sean Bell's family and and kicked it. And is like learning who he like, was from them. Sean Bell, you know, he a regular, yeah, a regular, regular New York dude, bro. regular hood guy, yeah. not criminal, yeah, a regular yeah. like neighborhood from around the way, he around the way dude. And um, I think that Jason Mitchell can embody that character, fam. That's like what bring, we loved about Brandon and bring like the 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 personality and yeah. and, and the love out of that. And I think 
I think that's a, that can help. I heard I saw somebody online saying why they making this movie. Yeah. Why y'all want to make why y'all making movies about people who got shot. I put this in the same category as slave movies. I don't want to see no slave movies and I don't want to see this. I hate that talk, man. Like, here's the thing, dog. Here's where black people confuse me sometimes. We get, yo, go out, learn your history. But then we get, I don't want to see the movies about our history. And it's like, damn, nigga, unfortunate as it is, our history ain't always been pretty. Well, see, this movie... um, and some, well, first and foremost, uh, this shit was 13 years ago. Yeah. Right? Yep. Well, the song, this song I was talking about was 13 years. This could be 13. No, no, no. I think Sean Bell was uh, 2008 from yeah. that. Uh, so this was a long time ago. You may not know about it. Pardon me. Um, 2006 was when he got killed. Yeah. So, yeah. like, uh, you may not know about it. And if you weren't around that time, you may think that this. Um, I can't breathe and Black Lives Matter. It's a new movement. Like, no, fam, this has been going on. We've been trying to tell you that systematically this has been corrupt. Yeah. And guess who else don't know about Sean Bell or never heard of Sean Bell? White folks. A lot of them. Outside of, of them. the immediate area that it happened in. Yeah. You, know, you got to learn. You got to know. And it was, um, even though it was five years after uh, Amadou Diallo, but it was compared to that because of the amount of rounds that were shot. Like, it was one of many cases that have come out where it's like NYPD. Y'all niggas are blatantly excessive when you're dealing with black folks. Because there wasn't no reason for you to shoot 50 times at that man. It just wasn't, dog. So No gun. None. No gun whatsoever, dog. And this this is before they were able to consistently use the, oh, I thought it was a cell phone as an excuse. Because niggas was still, cell phones was new back then. Like, we wasn't really all still wearing them back then. And it's just like, ugh. But I hope the movie comes out. I hope Jason Mitchell kills it. Um, no, no pun because, there, partner. Because, like, if the movie comes out and it's a great movie, it does nothing but lift Sean Bell's story yeah. up more. Yeah. And we know that once you see it visually, you can read about it, you can see a little clip, but once you actually see it and you feel like, oh, I know who this person is, Fam. you care more and you do more. That's Fam. just how it works. As much as I get on uh, Michael B. Jordan's head, his performance in Fruitvale Station, it didn't even require him. He ain't say a ton of words in Fruitvale. Like the script, it was seeing what happened in that movie made you really fucking think about what really happened in real life. He like, did an excellent that, job. He man. did an excellent job. He he portrayed um, the the character well. He The emotion that needed to exist was there. And I think that that's what needs to happen with the Sean Bell film. That's important. That when these tragedies happen, because they hit media and you have like your famous yeah, and yeah. celebrities that be talking about them, it seems larger than life. And yeah. these names are exalted and hashtags mm-hmm. and things like that. And it don't seem, it seems surreal, but no, yeah. you got to recognize. This really happened. This is a regular yeah. person. Oscar a person, Grant happened. A Sean person Bell happened. like me and you. Yep. So when you ever could to watch and see their daily lives, like, yeah. yo, man. I pick up my daughter on weekends too. Yeah. I do insert this here. Like, yo, this Facts. this could happen to me. This looks like me. And when you see a celebrity portraying the victim of one of these real life situations, it makes it real for you. Yeah. 
because it humanizes the actual victim that That's this happened to. For. Yeah, it, humanizes. it humanizes people, man. So I hope that the Sean Bell film happens. I'm glad to hear that Jason Mitchell's trying to um, continue his career because I do feel like even with everything he did, man, the brother is a talented actor and I would hate for a couple of mistakes to become his life because yeah. he young, man. Jason Mitchell ain't an old nigga. Like, and you were early in your career. That's the thing. Easy I mean, E was your first role, and then you got the shy. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. So hey, y'all let him come back. Robert Downey Jr. was allowed back from so many things, nigga. So including prison, like nigga. I mean, it don't hurt when your dad is like a uber rich attorney, but nevertheless, nigga. You let him back, and he became your favorite superhero yeah. in Marvel movies that made billions. So let's get to this Blackberry letter real quick, man. Um, saw an interesting black letter that uh, that my girl sent me. Shout out to Shorty. And wanted to read this off because I thought it was fucking wild. So the title of it is... One second. Oh, hold up. Y'all already know what it is, nigga. But for that, for that letter go, when y'all hear that can crack... That mean your man back. Let me take a sip. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, thirsty as hell. All right. The title of this Blackberry letter is, I recently found out my fiance is rich, rich. Mm. As the title suggests, I just found out that my fiance is wealthy. And I mean, ridiculously so. He proposed to me. And then a few days ago, he started talking about prenups. And I laughed and said, Broke people don't have prenups. And he was like, who said I was broke? Which then led to him explaining to me that he was, quote, comfortable. The problem isn't that he comes from money or has money. It's that I'm angry that I never knew and that he could have helped us pay for our dog's surgery. Oh, my God. But I had to sell the only thing I had of any real value in order to um, pay for the dog's medical bills. Mm. I've literally been providing for us because he's an aspiring writer and I wanted him to help him achieve his dreams or I wanted to help him achieve his dreams. Currently I pay all of the bills and provide for us both. I don't get why he hit it. Like I get him not telling someone that he's wealthy after the first couple of dates or a couple of months, but you think after four years of being together four years? and supporting him that I would have known. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not being angry or selfish or sounding materialistic. I grew up poor and I'm now part of the working poor. Ooh, that's a bar in itself. Um, so my view on money and wealth is skewed. I feel like he has me or has used me this whole time and that I had to work crazy hours and occasionally get a second job to support us when he could have easily taken care of us or even just paid his share, if nothing else. For those asking, he has full access currently to his inheritance and his trust. He's always had access to it. He did a lot of talking because my jaw was on the floor when he told me how much money his grandparents had left him. I can honestly say that I had to sit down for a minute because I couldn't get my mind wrapped around the amount. When I finally decided to lift my jaw from the floor and ask him why he lied and let me work so hard when he could have easily stepped in, he was like, yeah, well, money is what tore my family apart and people never like me for me when they know how much money I have. He also went in on how he decided to stop using his family's money be before meeting me because he wanted to know that he could do things on his own. 
which I reminded him that he didn't need to do anything on his own for over three and a half years because I carried his load and our household bills when we moved in together. Shit. When I asked him why he didn't step in and I was selling my mother's violin, which was the only precious thing I ever owned for a dog he bought me and brought into our lives. I love our dog. She's wonderful. But it was his dog before it was ours. His answer was, well, I didn't think you would really sell the violin. And before I knew it, you did. This all led to a shouting match and me asking him to leave my apartment. What should I do? Nigga. Woo. A bar, a bar, a bar. Oh, let me take a sip. Ah, yeah. God damn. Uh, these people that she know for real? I don't know where my girl got this from, but literally when I was like, oh, let me check the email to see if we got a BlackBerry letter. She said, I just texted you. I was like, I read it and was like. Oh, this ain't about us. Okay. I was like, don't ask me about us on the letter. Um, I don't know if she knows them for real or not, but this letter was fucking nuts, bro. Yo, this 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 uh this is deep. It's um, layered, ain't it? It's, it's a deep. lot of layers, dog. It's layers. Um I mean, who do we who do we wanna let's take a look at the guy. Okay. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to Yeah, take we got this, a two parts. Uh three different parts. Okay. In real life. Okay. So let's take a look at the guy. Uh there's some hurt there. Mm-hmm. He's been taken advantage of. Yep. Um, he came from a family that was destroyed over money. Yep. So his relationship with money and the access to it um, is probably is going to be different than the average person. Um, so we're not talking about agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. Um, I can understand where someone would come from. Like, yo, I got to hide this portion of yeah. me. Um, and said people treat him different when they find out he has yeah. money. Now, he has access to this money. Mm -hmm. Has he accessed it? Mm. Is the is a bigger question. Yeah. Because sometimes people, like he say, yo, I'm looked down upon because I'm a I'm a trust fund baby mm -hmm. or some shit like that. They were like, no, you you're just going to live off your parents' yeah. money and blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I want to go and out. He said, I want to prove it. I can take care of myself yeah. on my own. So I can understand that as well. It was like, yo, yeah. I got money. I ain't never bring it to you because I don't even want to touch it. I want to make, I want to become rich and whatever, whatever, as a writer, the whole mm -hmm. nine yards. So I can understand. I get it. He a on, man. On his level. Being a man, I get it. Man or not. Like a woman could, I mean, it's easily a same thing. No, no, no. Thing Anyone could do it. But a man in a relationship. That pressure of wanting to do something on your own might have been heightened. If you already had it, then you get a girl and it's like, I want to be able to do something for her without, because now you have an extra layer. It's one thing to say, I want to take care of myself without touching this money. But now it's, yo, I want to take care of us without touching this money. Yeah, but so you I haven't been though. He hadn't been at all. You ain't been taking care of shit. So, so one, I can understand where that where that comes from on that on that one level. Mm -hmm. The other side of that though is on the woman's side is, fam, I have been taking care of you. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take care of somebody for th three and a half years at all. Like, fuck if you got rich. Like, I'm still willing to marry you. Yeah. Uh, I sold my mom's violin to that's, help our dog. That's when you have to maybe rethink how you've been doing this shit. Granted, I'm this is just me. No woman's taking care of me for three and a half years. 
if a nigga has a down moment and you go through something and your girl say, babe, I got the bills or I got this or whatever, till you get back on your feet, that's one thing. But three and a half years and she been handling business, I'm not, that's not happening. It's a very fucked up way to, to it's something really fucked up where someone would take care of you, struggle, yeah, and you won't work because you want to write. Yeah. And you got enough funds to take care of both of us. Or matter of fact, if you don't want to tell me that you got money, just tell me you got a job. Yeah. Like, hey, babe, I, I know I want to work on my writing and shit, but I just came into a really good opportunity or I invested. Whatever, nigga. Like, make up where the money came from if you don't want to tell me that your family left you money. But don't let me sell something not only of value, but something meaningful. This is something my mom left me. You could assume maybe her mom isn't alive anymore. Like even past the violin, though, like just in general living life, dog, there's a level of stress that comes with fam. I got to work a certain if I get fired from this job, I'm going to be homeless. Yeah. And for for a lot of people, that's the case. She said, I'm now a part of the working poor. And most of us are. COVID has COVID has proven that if you don't go to work for an extended period of time, then this shit is over. Damn. And like, yeah, you can got you got savings. Is mm-hmm. your rent more than a thousand dollars? Cause forget the rest of your bills. Let's just say your rent a thousand dollars. Yep. And you got a little a savings. So you got twelve grand in the bank. Yeah. Well, they go one year of, of just rent. rent. Rent alone. Not lights, not water, not car note, not, not a single nothing. amenity. Fam, your your savings getting ran through quick as fuck when you don't have anything else coming in. Or you can get $361 from the state of Michigan for unemployment. I mean, fuck is that $361 going to do? Or $362 or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, so I have an additional level of stress because I got to go to work. I'm getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning yeah. in the snow just to get there to take care of me and take care of you. And you at and the, our dog. And our dog. And you at the crib chilling because you want to be Writing. a writer. And sitting on money. A lot of it, apparently. I can't trust you. Yeah. Um. I don't. I can't. How do I build a a, a marriage on a foundation that is not found? We don't have a foundation. And what's funny is him blowing his cover by talking about a prenup. Nigga, nigga. clearly I'm not in it for the money. My nigga, you don't got no. You money. don't have money. And he, I, I like how she said, "Yo, I joked with dog and said, nigga, poor people don't need a." prenup ain't like nigga i ain't poor who said i was poor your actions my nigga your behavior the fact you're sleeping in my apartment that you don't pay nothing for because you can't afford it according to our relationship for the last three and a half years there's no foundation to trust i don't even trust your core values as a person where you allow you you will allow me to struggle knowing that you can assist me and you won't do it because you think so lowly of me that i may take you for all of you all that you got so much so you're trying to get a prenup because you still think I'm the type of person that would take your money. And two, you think this shit still may not work. Mm. That's a bar in itself. Um, you ain't never got to tell me that you got money. Yeah. Go get oh. a job. You can go get a job anywhere and lie to me about how much you make. You could be making $13 an hour in real life and you can tell me you make 60 Yeah. Yeah. And still put the money in. You don't never yeah. got to tell me how much you make. And, yo, and I'm just thinking strategically about how he could have done it. If he said, yo, I found a job and 
I'm making X amount. And then he actually just pulled that amount out of his trust or whatever. And then went somewhere for eight hours a day and wrote and worked on his writing instead of sitting in the crib. All day. Well, that's, well, that's that's too or, much. Now, that's 100. That is lying. That is lying. Or if he just sat home and said, I've been writing all day, but saying or said, I've been working all day from home. But really, he was yeah. just writing because you already had the money. Either way, you could have done something if you didn't want to say, yo, I actually have millions in the bank. Like, I just that's wild, dog. Um, now, do, now, now, do, do she stay now that she, the nigga worth millions? Do she stay? I don't think the question is, does she stay? I'm talking about you. Oh, would, no, no, do you no, no, think no. she should stay? <laughs> no, she... no, no. What I think they should do, if she really loves, because here's the thing. I think you really love him if you've been taking care of him for three and a half years before you knew he had money. I think you go see a counselor. Because y'all need, you can't enter into this marriage. This don't go from, oh, I just found out he got money when he asked me to get a prenup. And now, because at the end of the day, he's also asking her to get a prenup because he got money. So now it's you don't trust me. You don't trust me, but nigga, I don't trust you. They need to get counseling because clearly she loved this nigga, and clearly. But the counseling is only specifically because of the act that you just sprung on me. Also true. So is it counts? Oh, you basically you need somebody to convince me that I should stay. Yeah. Because I w- we wouldn't need this quote unquote counseling if you didn't just spring this on me. You're him. Now that y'all have gone through this, do you still want her to sign this prenup? No. The fact he would even ask her to before telling her he was worth anything makes me think he ain't the type of nigga to realize that, no, she don't need to sign this prenup. You just put me through a four-year test to see if I'm loyal, essentially, and I passed this bitch with flying colors, and you still want me to sign one. Woo. Woo. That loyalty word. Somebody called Monica the most loyal. Shut up, bitch. Because <laughs> I know it was a... Shut up. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Um, I don't think that their relationship will ever be... I don't think this is resolvable. Because this three and a half years of struggle and then the added, I sold my mom's violin that she left me, you too That's prin- a lot, bro. You too principled for me. Only way he can make it back in, he got to go find that violin. He got to buy that back. He got to come back in with that. That's his only way back in. Other than that, she not trusting shit else to happen with him. And if she does stay, it's going to be because even if she signed a prenup or not, I am living a life with a nigga who got money. Like, But, now, but also, he may not want to pull that money out, too. So y'all still be living broke. Yeah, and then that's going to cause another issue. Because now that I know you got this money and we don't have to struggle, Yeah, I've been struggling for four years, what if I do want to buy a bag? Yeah. I can't yeah. have it? I'm not worth it? Yeah. I didn't, like, I'm your wife, right? Like, come on. We can't, like, I get you want to make it on your own, but. So now that you didn't told me, now you about to second guess all of my decisions moving forward. Yeah. Oh, you only doing that because I got money. Not, no, yeah. nigga, it's Christmas. Yeah. I wanted this, but you couldn't afford it. I deserve. That's wild, dog. I'm, this I'm, a wild letter. Bro. I would have to. I'm not telling her to tell. Yeah. Out, yeah. But like, I so, kind of feel like she has no choice but to. Bro. Just with me, yeah. Personally, if this was like my mate, and I found out you sitting on all this money. And I've been busting my fucking ass trying to take care of you. My mate is funny. I don't know. Like, yeah, I might have to tap out. But Man, if my th- girl just randomly tomorrow said, yo, I need you to sign a prenup because I'm low key rich as fuck. 
Or it may you have to talk. It may take it may it may put me in I may be so angry that I say, Okay, we're getting married. And then I just do some fuck shit yeah. and take all your fucking money. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like that can happen. Write a fake name on a prenup or some shit. Well, no, but like now that we married, uh, give me access to the accounts or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, the however that work. But, but that's, like, uh, it's a lot. Why would you do that to somebody? It's nasty, dog. You don't Four years? There, you don't, like you said, it's a four-year test. I don't like that. I don't like when people test people. Don't like do something to see how I respond. Don't play me. Facts. Don't Facts. So look, man, whether she stayed with dog or not, I don't know. Um, but up till now, no matter how good their relationship might have been, no matter how much she loved him, she been getting played for four years. So all right, man, let's get into the shy. Oh, the homie sent that Blackberry letter for real. Oh, she had this bitch long as hell. She had to have that. We're gonna get to this. This next week. Hey, if you listening, we getting your Blackberry letter next week. This motherfucker long. I'm gonna have to summarize this. Yeah, this 32 pages. All right, Baskin-Robbins with the 32 flavors, nigga. We're going to get to that next week, though. So if you listening next week, your Blackberry letter is coming. She had that in the draft folder, nigga. She ain't write that after she texts. All right, man. Before we get to... Oh, we got another. We got a new Blackberry letter that's in here. Yo, this blew, this, this blew my fucking mind. Because when I saw this name in Blackberry letter, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, this the person? That's, yeah. But this is a whole new letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this who texted me a minute ago and uh, said, What's the email? Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's that. Cause this just blew my I'm So like, you know what's funny? I was like, yo. No, 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 no. No, her nigga ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> her nigga ain't got no money. <laughs> hey y'all about to give <laughs> <laughs> what no. That's no, that nigga got six dollars, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> no, dog, cool, dog, cool. Shout out to her. Um, but no, she was funny. She actually wrote me last summer and said, "I want to write y'all a BlackBerry letter, but I don't want y'all to know it's from me." Okay. And I said, "Make up an email real quick. We don't know who yeah. sends these bitches." And uh yo, this shit blew. I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That ain't her. About, that ain't her who we just read. But we're gonna about, get to yours next I'm week, homie. Like, Don't I'm worry. About, I'm like, I'm about to text you. We about to we about to devise a plan to oh. get this nigga back. <laughs> no, we was gonna get that money if that was her. <laughs> Let me have knew who nigga had oh, money. Shit, we was about to talk. <laughs> nigga, it. y'all think y'all seen a nigga rob the foe. Like, damn, Jay got a new studio. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that next one was gonna be from the mansion and shit. We was gonna be like live from <laughs> Manusian. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we got a couple. Before we get into the shot, we did get a couple voice notes from uh, some some listeners. So we want to play those real quick. Let me play this first one. Do, 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 do. All right. Hold up. Let me see. Okay. this You be having to check the time. Make sure these bitches ain't 16 minutes. Right. All right. Here we go. What happened to Coogie's bike? What happened to Brandon's truck? That's a question. Maybe Trey gonna take it back to Kankakee and have Jake selling tacos off that joint. I don't know. But y'all do realize that Emmett's mama molested Antoine Fisher. I thought that was all cool. Mm. I don't think she should be around children in the shot. Anywho, um, <laughs> yo, last name. So Ronnie was about to do life. He already confessed. He knew he was going to jail for life. 
and he already knew Miss Ethel. His grandma was old. He knew she was gonna die while he was locked up. Why all of a sudden a change of heart? Like you didn't know your grandma was old and ailing. Like, come on, fam. Like I don't get it. I don't. That just don't make a lot of sense to me. I love the pod, man. Keep doing what y'all do. Peace to the good brother Macho, man. Um, yo, I love. I just want to hear the beginning again because that shit was funny <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> that nigga said, "What Where happened is to Coogee bike?" Peace, fam. What it do? What happened to Coogee's bike? <laughs> uh, what? Hey, man. Coogee's bike, dog. He said, "Do Maisha still have it?" <laughs> Holy shit, that was funny as fuck. Um, that might be the title of the pod, nigga. Cookie's bike, <laughs> Cookie's bike. Much what up? Cookie's <laughs> bike, Cookie bike. Oh, they might, they might, they, they might think we saying Cookie's back, but they no, might. We no, really talking we about know what happened bike. to that nigga's bike. Um, more importantly, Brandon's truck. Why would he get that nigga bike to Maisha? My, and once we break up and you I need my, my mans, bike back. I need my <laughs> like we broke up, you hooked up with my nigga, and you gave that nigga a I fake gold the chain with Papa an M on it. will pull up on my bike. <laughs> my bike that I got from the uh dead little brother of my big homie. No, nah, Papa, give me my bike back. Where is that food truck though? I want to get my bike back. Ooh. I better get my bike back. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. That nigga never got his bitch back, though. No, he way. didn't. He was definitely Whoa. talking about Sierra. Yeah, no, he that never nigga got it. He ain't been the same since. They said uh, he broke up with Lori Harvey, too. He broke up? With well, him? they said he cheated on her. And oh, wow. Uh, who not saw, surprising. Who, who saw that coming? <laughs> but what's fucked up is this was the first time Future actually seemed like like he liked the girl he was going with. Because <laughs> I'm like, Future never posts these women, nigga. <laughs> but he seemed like he liked her. And then they said he cheated on her and she dumped him. So now we might get another March Madness. I don't know, nigga. Um, Future been kind of cold musically, but that's another thing. Um, And that's not cold in a good way. No, no, no. Where's the food truck, though? We talked about it on the episode a few weeks ago when uh, they showed Hannibal, Brandon's cousin, who owns the weed spot, because he was the one who bought Brandon's food truck for him. What? How did the weed just go away? That was a central piece in this whole in the first half of the season, first quarter, third of the season, and it just went away. No weed. No weed. Um, this, this whole little deal I got to get to, like... So when we get to the breakdown of the episode, um, we're going to do it a little differently. I, I got to... I want to talk about... Instead of the scene by scene and, yeah. and walking through, I want to go through each character. Gotcha. Um, because this each be character had, this could be the last time we see them. We don't know if the shot was renewed for season four. Every time I Google it, it just says like it's rumors that they were, but nothing's confirmed because of COVID. So, but the reason I want to go character for character is because there were certain plots like the weed and certain storylines like the weed that were brought in and introduced and then literally just dropped the fuck off. And each character had their own thing that was brought in and just dropped the fuck off. So I want to go through each one. This, um, is, this is a I want I want to talk about a line that was said in this episode. Yeah. Before um, we do that, let's talk about. Well, let's see what Shay had to say, too. She sent in a letter as well. Uh, shout out to the homie Shay Jones. She sent some man. We're going to play this and then we're going to get into our shit. That shit was some mid. <laughs> How many times is Emmett and Tiffany going to have sex on Jada's sofa? Why do we need Tiff's 
whole bachelorette party played out for half the episode. What was up with that stripper? Why didn't they use what was in the file? That was a waste. Lena want to be a, a good guy now when she was paying Papa Daddy off. Why did Papa Daddy get arrested? They didn't even get into that. Why is Gemma and Kevin laying in the bed after having sex a thing? That was creepy. Keisha keeping his baby is creepy. Like, what the hell is going on? I don't even feel like we in a shy no more. I feel like we got a mix of a power and something else. Because now Duda want to be ghost to teach Trig the motherfucking game. And it's just... Oh shit! What's my going bad. on? They could have left my nigga Ronnie alive if they was gonna act this crazy. My nigga, so anticlimactic. Very I much so. Don't even feel like we in the shine no more. The shit was. My bad, Shane. I didn't mean to cut you off, but every time you touch the screen, it pauses it, and I a shy keep doing that. A person who actually lives in the shine. Yeah, she's a uh, Chicago native. Um, but her voice note leads us right into. Our review. So before we get into the review and the discussion of the finale, like we always do at this time, what is you rating this episode? The finale, season three. How many Cabrinis? 1.75 Cabrinis. Yeah, I'm about there. It's not two. Top two and it's not two. Bottom two and it's not two. This 1.75, one and a half Cabrinis max, nigga. Um... This was not a good episode, bro. So here's here's where my issue came with this episode. The previous three, episodes seven, eight, and nine, were all good to low-key, really good. Like, they were entertaining. They were well-acted. The script was flowing better. Like, it started to seem like we was out of whatever rut we was in for them first six. Going into the finale, one of two things was going to happen. We was going to end it with a bang. Or we was going to revert back to whatever happened during episodes one through six of this season. We went with the latter. And that was disappointing because this was the finale, bro. Fam. When the last time you seen a series finale that didn't end in a cliffhanger? Series? Or I'm sorry, season finale? Almost never. Never. I don't know that I've ever seen a season finale of a drama, a one-hour drama, that didn't end with a cliffhanger or at least didn't end with like a climax. Nothing climactic happened either. Like you've seen season finales that ended with like a couple gets married or some shit. Like they didn't even had a wedding be the last scene. It was literally everybody ended just on a happy note with Wale playing. Uh, and that's my joint too. That's a good song. But Dog. On the A, I'm rooting for everybody black. And it was like, you're trying to end it positively on some black shit? I felt so patronized this whole and fucking episode. Mm. I felt like every, every time someone, they threw um, some LBGT stuff in, um, a line that's meant to uplift. They were trying to teach. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it was, it wasn't, it didn't come across effortlessly or flawlessly. It came across forced. And I noticed what you were doing at the time. Like, when you pull some shit off, just like it didn't none of that shit seem natural. Yeah. All the black moments seem forced. The 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 motivational speeches were ass. And we're gonna get into Lena's speech in a moment. That was one of the least motivational things I've ever seen in my life. Bro, that was such a bad speech, dog. Like, were you motivated? She was reading it off a piece of paper. My nigga, she sounded like she was in the middle of writing the script as she was saying it. It was like, uh, yeah, no, because as a black woman, I like being, huh? Who told you you can act? 
Why again? And I said this after the first appearance on here when she was in Papa Daddy Church. Um, I wondered how much more impactful the speech she gave then would have been with a real actor delivering it, because toward the end of that speech at Papa's Dad Church, even her shit, her words had gotten sort of like it was like, damn, that was almost a really good speech. It was just not delivered well. She had four monologues in this, this season, season yep. and it all was ass. What if you would have had a real actor in there? Fam, just one. We ain't asking for much. Just one. Just one. I know I know. you done fired some actors and, and some people done got let go, but we just need one actor, bruh, and you could have fucking killed this season or them monologues, and you didn't, and I don't understand. Do you understand? I don't get it, bro. Um. Oh, shit, my bad. I hate when videos just start playing, nigga, on your phone. Like, I don't, I'm on my timeline. I don't want to hear that shit. Um, what else, dog? So many storylines just got left. So that was the thing. Let's let's talk about it. I'm going to run it down. I didn't take notes for this episode, by the way. So this is all freestyle. This is really how I feel. This ain't no guided. But let's talk about this for a minute. Because it was certain storylines this season that we just knew would get closed up, right? In the finale. And we talked about it last week. We going into the final episode. What are they going to talk about, dog? And it was like, you had Duda and Trig. That needed to be wrapped up. Duda, Trig, Jake, that triangle. Um, Ronnie being murdered. I did want to know if they were going to touch on that. Something that they didn't show um, that me and Jay found doing our research like we do for y'all every week. The killer we've seen before, just like Keisha's abductor. We've seen him before. So this killer, if y'all remember the blackout episode when Kevin and Gemma was walking through the hood and it was a nigga that say, um, say something like, yo, I'm step on these niggas next or some shit. That was the dude who killed Ronnie. Who ended up being Coogie's best friend. His name is Bakari on the show. They never, just like with Omari who kidnapped Keisha, they never said anything about him, but his uh, name on the show is Bakari and his character was allegedly Coogie's best friend. We never got none of that. You just killed a central character to the show, and we never got any explanation of why. He was one of the kids who was chasing Ronnie in the beginning of the season. Yeah, when they stomped him out in front of Papa's yeah. church. They didn't explore that. Didn't explain nothing. We saw him uh, the night of the blackout. Uh, we saw him in the church. In the church at the beginning, yeah. He, he, so he appeared on camera four different he times. Yeah, four times. And what made his story wild he actually auditioned to be Coogie. Yep. Said he auditioned like six, six times. times to be Coogie and then just to be on the show after Coogie's role was filled. So Lena called him and said, yo, I got a character for you. But then never explained the character at all. You just had him pop up on here randomly. I hate that. What's fucked up is, nigga, I can't even put this shit. Like, I'm, Do I put this on my acting reel? Nigga. Y'all never said nothing. Y'all never said my name, bro. Like my only words were, "This is step on Coogie. these niggas' necks." Man, this is for Coogie, for Coogie motherfucker. And nigga saving that bitch don't don't mean you a saint or whatever the fuck he said to Ronnie in the church. And it's just like, my nigga, that you made me come off just mad aggressive and never said why. I don't get it, dog. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of that that happened this season, man. So let's talk each character storyline um let's start with the storyline that took over most of the episode let's talk Emmett and Tiffany mm. cuz within Emmett and Tiffany we also get Jada um who I feel like was completely wasted this season 
looking back on her character and because Jada previously, especially when I rewatched season one and two, Jada was a really good character. Like I liked, even though I felt like she went a little far at times with disciplining Emmett, but I liked her character as a mother. She was one of the only parents on here to actually like discipline a child, tell their child you fucking up. Like she was like a good mom this season. I feel like she was underused, bro. Yeah. They didn't develop a plot for her. Like, they made one up and, and abandoned it. They made her date this random ass dude from work who was weird and creepy, who she wouldn't have dated at any point. And then they walked away from it when Emmett and Tiffany was in a dirty house and she was trying to fuck old boy after Miss Ethel's funeral. Listen to that sentence itself, nigga. Like, so I right, Emmett and Tiff, man. So when we last saw them, Emmett proposed to Tiffany. Only compelled to propose because he cheated on her. Not that he would have never married her. Tiffany, clearly the ride or die. Clearly the, what we just said, the loyal girl. The nigga's 19. Maybe. Maybe. He's a child. He's no older than 20, as we say every week. He can't be. But he proposed. Tiffany accepted. They get married. Going into the finale, you would think. How old is that kid they got? Oh, the one that wears the fedoras? And when he go to bed, <laughs> that one, he's 21. <laughs> he owed it in his dad. He didn't have a hat on this season. This yes, episode. he did. He had a fedora on at the wedding. He had on a whole doobie hat, nigga. That nigga looked like he was finna sell you a fucking Muslim paper, nigga. That nigga must have had that kid when he was 15, 16. Man, I don't know how old he's supposed to. I think he like three, four. Gotta be. Gotta old. be four minimum or max. Um, But. You would think on the finale with them getting married and Emmett, again, only compelled to ask her to marry him because he cheated and he felt bad and thought that this was a good, like, proof to himself that he really loved her. You would think we might hear something about that, right? Especially when we had Jada check him last week and say, yo, you better tell her. Man, I was hoping. This shit didn't come up at all. I was hoping and praying because he kept looking like he about to, like, you about to fuck this up. Don't say it. Fam. Dom wasn't even on this episode. Crazy. My nigga, hold up. Ronnie just got killed in the back of your restaurant on opening day. They never even showed the restaurant. The only mention of it was at the beginning after Ronnie's funeral where he goes, why they kill that nigga in front of my restaurant? Nigga, first of all, it was behind. Second of all, nigga, that's it. That's all we got. All this restaurant shit we've been getting all season. And that was what we got, bro. All this Emmett and Dom shit we've been getting on. Why was Lala on this show? What was her purpose? It was none. She came on here. She acted weird. She committed sexual harassment. We want to talk about harassment. She literally harassed him on the porch. Fam, we, we could have scrapped this whole Sonny and the Dom, and we could have scrapped this whole shit about the restaurant, and that could have been with Duda and Trid. Bam. Bam. Or that could have gave us more information um, with Keisha and her abductor. Or if y'all were going to give me this Emmett taking over Sonny's plot, instead of introducing a new and unnecessary character for him to have an affair with and continue looking like the childish Emmett we were introduced to season one, instead of showing any growth in the character, how about you have this nigga do what he told Brandon's mom he was going to do on episode one and keep Brandon's vision alive, have him continue new in the the taco truck, and then use whatever money that he had from the truck when Sonny, let's say Sonny still couldn't pay rent and lost his shit, and let's have Emmett buy the building. Right. 
bam. Now we don't have an extra character and we don't have a woman who Emmett unnecessarily cheated with for it not to go anywhere. He just cheated to cheat. And now it never became a thing. They never got into it. They never talked about it. It never came up. And now he's just a cheater and we all looking at this nigga like he creepy, but he got away with it. It's just weird, dog. And it's like weird character gotta, development, bro. Like y'all got enough money to get a restaurant, but y'all don't got a down payment for an apartment. Even that, um, when she was talking to uh who was she? I think she was talking to his mom, Keish or uh Tiffany was, and she was like Whoever she was talking to. Talking to the therapist. Yeah, to the therapist. And that's what she said. Like, we living with his mom, um, but with him working and me working, we finally got enough to get our own spot. No, that's not what she said. What she said? She said, we're going to use the money from the wedding. From the wedding to to get get our own spot. And that was the statement that I wanted to talk about. Yep, that is what she said. First, y'all got married at City Hall. There was nobody. Y'all didn't have a wedding. What gifts did y'all have? Gifts. Donations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> donations donations gifts, gifts. <laughs> like what 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 I'm I'm flabbergasted by this shit like I'm I'm flabbergasted like y'all didn't what are you talking about yeah I I don't and why don't you have money and you sell drugs fam why well, don't why would you sell drugs to be poor <laughs> Like you can be poor just living with Emmett Mom. Dog. Every time we need something for y'all get into so many arguments because you out doing deliveries. How much money are you making when you're buying drugs at regular price? Yeah. And selling them at regular price. Yeah. She was buying them bitches straight up. You got a 15% discount and now you got a 15% profit. That's horrible margins. More importantly, only got the discount because Emmett stepped in. So even that, even that. You have four bands in your hand. Even that scene, though, where Emmett walked in and said, yo, since she buying in bulk, every time she come in here, can she get 15% off? And they agreed to it with Hannibal. Why do we never see not only her and the weed again? Because we literally never saw her sell weed anymore after that. We had seen it however many times they referenced it. We never saw weed again. But I was like, why was T and Tamara in this episode? I don't know why that nigga was there. Why was he there? Like, why did y'all need to go get uh, Mr. Maori to be in an episode about weed? <laughs> Mr. fucking Maori. That's wild. And that's disrespectful as fuck to him. So if he ever want to come beat me up, like, my bad. He won't scrap me, nigga. You ain't the nigga you played in the show. Yeah, you just... an ABC family villain. Like, fuck out of here. Why, why my voice note just catching it right? He won't scrap me. <laughs> <laughs> he won't. Um... Dog, so, all right, so we saw them get engaged last week. He fucked Lala two weeks ago. It never came back up again except when his mama told him he was wrong and needed to tell her. He proposed. Lala wasn't in this episode. The restaurant wasn't in this episode. Emmett's just living fucking life, and they go off, and they have their bachelor and bachelorette parties. The therapist asked why they wanted to get married so fast. Great question, because y'all just got engaged. Why y'all pulling the trigger so fast? Now, I did look at it like, hey, we've been living together. Even at my mom's house, and we have a child together. And I thought she was like, "It ain't so fast. We've been together for so long." Yeah, and I'm thinking like, "Nigga, you're 19. You a kid? Like, you got two other baby mamas. Mm-hmm. Like, y- y'all have not been together that long. Y'all, y'all haven't because we started this ep- we started this series when y'all wasn't together. Yeah, that was three years That's ago. That's real. That's real. When she was a baby, baby, y'all were broken up. Y'all were broken. The she fuck had up. a whole other. She was living with a whole. She had another, another nigga, nigga that who was, was beating, beating her. her. Yep. Yep. 
These are real things that they, really happen. They haven't been together forever. Yeah. Y'all just got together this year. Yeah. And decided to make it work. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, also, and why the f- I didn't like the scene with the therapist, specifically the part where she goes, don't let these three degrees in this hair wrap fool you. I'm still from the block. Un- and that's un- facts. No printer. Huh? That was uncomfortable because it was a, it was a giant reach at Damn. trying like no huh why do we need that like we always hate when like if this were a show created and directed and produced by a white person and they made the black therapist go white person or yo black be person ghetto wrote that line a white person a black person yeah on any other show I'd have told you a white person wrote that line on this one I think Lena wrote that line because on this one. I feel like every single line that gets uncomfortable and weirdly delivered when she wrote that. is when she writes it because she wants to she trying to get some across to you. So I want to make a point. I want to prove a point. I want to prove um, my support for LGBT because we're going to get to some in one minute in one minute. It is coming in 60 fucking seconds. Y'all hold your horses. So they engage now. They go to the therapist. They let her know we get married. Emmett. Forgot to file for the fucking uh, marriage license, but he, they made a bigger deal out of that than I thought was necessary. Am I tripping or is not? Like, usually, mm-hmm. when you ask the person to marry you, mm-hmm. um, y'all have a, this semi-long engagement or short engagement. That's really just to get the money together for the wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if not, we both poor. Like, why yeah. Why aren't we getting married tomorrow? Just go do I don't. It. I don't. It's like, why y'all wait? Why y'all rushing? Like, nigga, I just asked this person to be with me forever. Man, if we can, like, anybody who says they'll marry you while y'all live in a mama house and sleep on an air mattress and fuck on her couch, y'all can get married tomorrow, nigga. Y'all don't need to wait. I swear, this is what I. I don't know if this is going to happen. What's up? But this is what I want to happen. Okay. Uh, when I when I ask the woman I'm uh, I want to marry, yeah. to marry me. Okay. Um, I plan on going to get married like the next day. And then we just not tell nobody. We'll mm. tell everybody that we is engaged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we can like be happy and be married together yeah. by ourselves. And learn one another without. And and then like when we have the wedding and yeah. all that other shit, everybody else know. But like I want to be married without the politics. somebody trying to tell you this what you Like let's just be on the low. Yeah. And we'll play the whole Yo, we engaged my fiance, but we would know that we're and that's married. like a like something that we locked in with. Like, don't nobody gotta know. Shannon Brown and Monica got married secretly. Yeah, they met on the set of her video in like June of whatever year that was. They got married that November, and they didn't announce that they were getting married till they had a second. I think it was like a one year anniversary. They got and they had a celebration and shit. Mm. They got married secretly after I four mean, months. That's just peace. You know, it what is saying? to be able to live and to know like. I got my wife. Fam, I got my all husband. I, all I need. Our family is together and we're doing it and no one knows. And now we don't have the stress of someone knowing. That is a thing, yeah. man. And it's not like it's a sick. I'm like trying to hide this. Yeah. No, we we publicly engaged. Yeah. The whole nine yards, yeah. Serene, but like, we but no, we're actually it. married. Yeah, we can. Come on, um, do you want to get, do you want to have like a big wedding uh, or a courthouse wedding? Uh, whatever she wants. So I'm in my heart. So. Um, that was I the want, perfect answer. I want my friends and family to be there. I've been to, like, if we really, like, love yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been to, like, weddings that was really, really expensive and yeah. extravagant. 
and it was like just okay. Yeah. And then I've been to weddings that like when the two people like really love each other, yeah. like you have the greatest time, boy, because you celebrating. You can a tell when genuine, they really best friends. Yeah, you a yeah. genuine shit. Like so, I just want the fun. Yeah. I don't care if it's giant, or big, yeah. or whatever. I just want the fun and the love and that energy around. So, so my girl and I, we get conflicted. Um. I might propose while COVID's still happening. That'd be great. Just get in real quick. Um, you know I'm an ordained minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I already know, nigga. The, marry you guys. the whole thing is happening, nigga. We do it up here at the studio, nigga. Turn the camera off. Turn the lights on. Um, I personally, at my stage of life, not necessarily my age, but at the, the place I'm at in my life, I'm cool with the courthouse. I'm cool with the courthouse. And then, like everybody says, having the reception after where you invite your closest friends and family. And I really mean my closest friends and family. Mm -hmm. Like when I say that, I don't have 200 close friends and family. Fam, if you don't, I don't, no, if you don't got no church home, uh, don't expect no gifts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just real. And if your church, if like, like if the elders at your church ain't like, if you don't got, if you wanted the elders now, because mm -hmm. you know church look different than it used to when I was facts, going. Facts, facts. Uh, don't don't expect no. It's not. Yeah, anything. but um, my girl, <clears> she <throat> she wants a, I, I won't say a big wedding, but she does want you know the conventional wedding that you think about when you think weddings, and I'm just like, mm, I'm at that point where again, the I want to have the fun. I want to have the reception. I want to have the gifts. I, I want to have a dance. But I'm like, the actual part of us pledging our love to God and getting legally married, it's so many people in my life that I don't need to be involved in that, yeah. who I know I could have a ball with at that reception. I don't want to be looking around my reception like, they go $75 right there. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I know the reception is the thing that costs the most money. Look at that. Look at, yeah. look at that. That's $350. Over yeah. There. Like standing there oh, drinking my <laughs> whole table full of thousands, nigga. They just sitting here laughing and having fun. I don't even like him. I don't even follow back. And nigga, they don't even follow me back. And that's, the, yo, only get married and invite people who follow you back. These motherfuckers not even in my close friends. How nigga. You, you at my wedding and you not even in my close friends. Fam, it'd be so funny. You ever notice like it's people who only like comment or like certain shit that you talk about like they don't comment on nothing about the pod but let me post something about trump being a terrible president and our trump supporter in my friends list pops up every time like didn't know you existed never seen you didn't even know we, i was oh shit from high school nigga, i remember you i've been po i've been podcasting for four years boy you ain't said a fucking word nigga. five shit 2016 and it's i don't like them people i don't like and those are the people who should not be invited to your wedding nigga the motherfuckers who pop out when they got something controversial to say, but they don't never pop out to say, I support everything else you're doing. Um, but all that to say, these niggas could have got married the next day after he proposed, and it wouldn't have fucking mattered. Like, y'all, she said yes, and y'all are sleeping on an air mattress at your mom's house. Clearly, she in for the win. But they had a bachelor and bachelorette party. Um, Jada had an all day bachelorette thing going on. She had brunch and mimosas and all that, and had balloons and all this shit. Across. You you cared that your mom's is that close with your like? I feel like if you live with your mom and y'all all like not just you, but you and your fiance and your child, your mom will be that close to your girl. But I don't ever want my mom to be this close to my girl. Like, and my mom's very close to my girl. Like my my girl yeah. got my mom fucked by my friend. Fam, let's talk about it. You put 
some dick you also probably had because you had his card readily available. You put that dick in my mom from a nigga who I went to school with, who I was cool with. Come on, dog. And now my mom, in return, throwing you a bachelorette party, which is fine. We don't have a crib, so she throwing it in her crib. She got to. I thought brunch was a nice gesture. She sat down. Let's play this game. I had Emmett answer. I thought all of this was nice. But Lena gone Lena. And randomly, soon as somebody knocked at the door. I thought like, yo, ain't this the exact same scene that we always see? Nigga. When the police come to the door and say, This was so unoriginal. I was like, what? And I was like, I know she got to know, right? Bro, as soon as I heard the door knock, I said, there go a stripper. But I give Lena this. You shocked me. Because it wasn't a male stripper at you, Tiffany's bachelorette you party. You know Lena is not giving you no male stripper. But here's the thing, though. Unless I didn't want to see a male a stripper. Male. Oh, shit. <laughs> You'll get a trans male. Oh, shit. You might fuck around. She might have fucked around. Old girl was there. She probably fucked around and pulled the strap out. Oh, shit. <laughs> what if, do they make? Do, hey, do they man, make? This is the shot finale in this week in culture <laughs> finale. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. No, right no, 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 no. Like, that's but your MO. Lena was going to leave. But here was my thing. I was already uncomfortable thinking this was a regular male stripper. Fin- so here was what I thought. Again, oh back to, I thought it was going to be old boy. I thought Jada called old boy. Who we saw stripped on Miss Miss Ethel's stripper episode. I thought he was going to be the stripper, and then we were gonna find out that Tiffany also fucked old boy. That was where my mind went. What if she would have got it again? That's where my bro. You see why I was like, if she would have got it again, Emmett would have told her what he did with Dom. Then she would have sprung it on there, and they'd be like, "Well, I guess we even." And then they still got married. Fam, that's better TV. That's better TV. Fam. We have created a whole better fucking scenario for this moment. But in the moment, I thought I heard the knock. I said, this is going to be a fake stripper. It's going to be the masseuse nigga who strips. And he's going to come in there and he's going to take a mask off or some shit. And Tiffany's going to say, oh, shit. I can't do this again. Yeah. Some shit like that. I can't tell. Emmett can't find out that a nigga I fucked stripped at my bachelorette party. Something. I thought that's where we were headed. But nope. It was a woman. Is it okay to call the more masculine woman? I'm gonna just call her the masculine because I think that's how they identify. They, they don't say butch; they say masculine presenting or something like that. No, they say femme and they and masculine presenting. That's they new. Yeah, they don't say butch. That's not what they saying on my timeline. Oh well, <laughs> I mean by 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 by. That ain't pe- what I said to my mom when I text her about that part <laughs> in the episode. By people who participate in this life. Yeah, yeah. Those are not yeah. the terms that they use. I, on on the shy, yeah. I feel like masculine presenting is yeah. is that works. So anyway, it's a masculine lady stripper dressed as a cop at the door. And she came in. And she hit him with the, hey, we got a noise complaint. She wasn't a good actress, by the way. Hey, we got a noise complaint. They said y'all being loud up here. Now we got to punish you. Now we got to punish you. And Tiffany said, punish. what? Punish me. That's when he'd be like, the next scene would be like, Nope, we just got literally three minutes of this woman stripping. I was surprised the strap didn't come out. It was such a long scene. What if it was Dre? (laughs) (laughs) Counselor by day, stripper by night. Yo, I know you said you didn't want a a male stripper. We got you the next best thing. (laughs) So even when, when Jada presented that, she said, I know you said you didn't want a male stripper. So you get her a masculine woman? 
Nigga, that's the same fam. Did you notice? And again, I didn't need her to do this, but she didn't even take off her sports bra. Yo, um, Tiffany's so fine. <laughs> I've been waiting on you to say that all because this episode she was yo them Nike uh, <laughs> the, the swoosh was swooshing when she walked out the goddamn uh, the swoosh was swooshing that nigga. shit was swooshing and she uh, had the motherfucking um to poke out in the wedding dress and the lingerie. You remember when she walked out with the little like yeah, sheer yeah. little set? Tiffany I man, Tiffany I. So when my wife uh, go wedding shopping and all that other <laughs> shit. I'm like, yo, that dress trash if I can't see the poke out through the dress. Like, that mean, why else we spending all this I ain't mad. Money? I ain't mad. Um, poke out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a requirement for the way. <laughs> that was a requirement. <laughs> Imagine asking your girl to marry you and then she get to the dress selection and you be like, that nah. ain't poking out. I don't want to do this no more. Nah. I thought it was going to poke out, but now that we here, I'm Stolen like. Stolen dress. Man. So you mean to tell me that nigga just happened to steal a dress that fit? And apparently a suit, too. <laughs> Come on. Why they got Darnell looking this bad, bro? Like, no, like, this wasn't his character originally, dog. Like, damn, what is y'all doing Darnell to Darnell was together. And the whole issue was, why you get your life together after me? You yeah. remember Emmett? They got into it about that. Like, you the perfect dad. You got all these rules and all this structure with your other baby moms. Because he got five, six other kids. But why you do that after me? Why you couldn't have it together when you was with Jada? My mom. And Darnell told him, nigga, I grew up. This is a total opposite. It's not the same character. Fam, Darnell ain't got his shit together. Only thing he's still doing the same is wearing the Bluetooth. It looked bad, bro. What's one redeem? Uh, I guess Ronnie. I guess. Yeah, most of the season was Ronnie's redemption. I about to say, give me one redeeming quality of a man on this show, and I, I guess yeah. it's Ronnie. Ronnie's the only one, though, um, who redeemed himself. What's funny, Emmett was going in the right direction end of last season and start episode one of this season. Like, why would they do that to him? I don't know why they made his character this bad, but on the other side of the table, we had Emmett's bachelor party with his dad. Emmett apparently has no friends. His dad said, oh, nigga, I ain't had any numbers. Emmett, who you even be with? Who do you hang with? Kevin. You was going to have Kevin and Hannibal at the bachelor party. Hey, some weed and uh, comic books. I don't know what Kevin, know. you'd have had weed and a uh, iPad. Hey, or a vape. Yeah. Weed and a vape to put in the, I don't know, nigga. But Emmett and, uh, and Darnell went to the fucking spa to get massages, which ain't a bad bachelor situation from your dad i mean like if you hang out with your dad the night before maybe yeah. he can be, you know what i'm saying and that ain't bad that's cool i get it you wanted your boys to be there but nigga far as i know Emmett, you ain't got no homeboys i haven't seen any man. Like, i don't necessarily know that i want this wild ass bachelor party because like yeah i'm cool uh, i don't want you getting me in no trouble yeah though. like i'm cool i don't want nothing fishy like i'm straight i double can do on double on andres yeah no fish. <laughs> um, we're not pescatarian on bachelor night, nigga. Uh, cause like I don't, I don't necessarily know. I, I don't. I say I and, don't know because I don't know. Yeah, um, and like again, I'm of the ilk that I can get married at the courthouse. I'm also of the ilk that fam. I don't even need niggas to know that I'm married. So you definitely don't have a party, like, or don't need to have a party. I'm cool. Y'all can also get married at Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Yeah, uh, man. Hit Jay up, man. Uh, hit Mary, y'all. And then y'all can do a podcast about it. <laughs> about the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> My divorce. 
<laughs> um, so they went to go get the massage. So why 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 they got Darnell broke? Because he said a few broke things. First, he stole the dress and the suit or the tux that Emmett was getting married in, um, and and that Tiffany was gonna wear. And then after that broke statement, when they get to the spa. Emmett goes, man. Where are my bachelor party? Because these are poor, these, these are these are bad comedians that are writing yeah. these jokes. Like and they, so, he was like, he was like, I don't want no massages. Where the strippers? Oh, they cost too much. Jada found one. Uh, I mean, it ain't the one I would have asked for if I was down at the stripper store. But back page thing in Chicago, nigga. Chicago uh, nickname it. That's back page Illinois, nigga. Uh-oh. Like, I know they still popping in Illinois. Nigga. Jada definitely went the back page. Jada called up uh old boy the masseuse and That's was like, hey, who you know? Who you know? Um uh and then he was like, yo, the Messiah, we got a couple. They had two for one. Yeah, because the two masseuses came in there and they was like, I don't know what plural for masseuse is. So if it ain't masseuse, masseur, I don't know, nigga. They walked in. They was like, yo, we ready. And that nigga Emmett was like, I don't want to get no massage next to you, which I'm not mad at. That's your dad. That's kind of weird. I don't want to sit there and get massage with my dad next to me. I've only had one professional massage ever. Um, That was on my birthday last year. My dad wasn't next to me. So I kind of get, get why that's weird. But the nigga was like, we ain't a couple. He was like, look, the coupon only work if we a couple. So we a couple. And I'm like, why they got Darnell so broke? What is this? Like, this just don't feel right, nigga. Because when you're not a real comedian um, or a comedy writer, you go for the lowest level laugh that you can get. And black people being broke is always good for a giggle. And I'm tired of y'all fucking laughing at our lives. I don't like it, man. It was cheap. And it felt cheap. And it wrote cheap. And I just, I wasn't a fan, dog. But- all that is going on. And then I'm going to ask you, did you think they was getting married? Like it was going to go through. I thought Emmett was going to tell on himself and ruin it. So after their respective bachelor parties, um, Emmett went back to the crib, walked in because he left the massage parlor early or a spot. He ain't wanted. He went home. He early. also showed restraint. Yeah, he did. Quote unquote. The happy ending. ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like they didn't bat it. Yeah, they I was waiting on them to say we don't do that here. They stood there looking Russian as fuck. Like, no, we've we've been kidnapped and brought to this country to do exactly that. Painted uh women, men. Image dad though, an over aggressive, broke sex predator. Uh, Yeah. 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 Same way she's starting to paint Emmett. Like when she he was all he was all in dime face and shit like that. Yeah. Like, he don't. Act I ain't like gonna that. lie, bro. That moment with Dom was actually uncomfortable when I rewatched that episode. Like I was very uncomfortable. Like he doesn't act like this. He's never act like this before. Yeah, that he wasn't. He wasn't the character that we got introduced to season two at all. He was like Thug Yoda. Yeah, like he was yeah. giving great advice on his Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a system. I, I handle my kids. I do this. Yeah, you gonna you gonna you gonna have some discipline. You gonna wash the dishes. You yeah, you gonna give me money and. He was doing what Jasmine tried to do to Jake this episode. But I guess you got to be, I don't know. Black men can't do that no more on the shy. I don't know. But he left the spot. He went back to the crib, came home, ate Tiffany out on the couch. They fucked. I didn't need that. It was an unnecessary sex scene. So when, when motherfuckers think like, oh, we're being biased when it's like, gay and lesbian sex scenes no i you don't need to sexualize this show you could have you could have they could have kissed went down that simulates they had sex they had a little romance boom boom and why why do we 
I didn't need none of that. I didn't need to see him pull her pants off. Though I'm not mad. No, no, no. Tiffany being on screen doing what she do is fine. But but it's just unnecessary. And again, when I look at the time allotted to his bachelor party and her bachelor party, and their wedding, they wasted a lot of time on them this episode. I'm thinking episode. like, oh, they showing this whole thing because his mom's Because that Dom shit. Or, or some shit. Like, even that. Like, yo, did Jada just go to bed and let y'all fuck on the couch loudly? Did she leave and go to Tomas' house? Tomas? Like, what happened to Jada? Like, where's the son? Where he been while the fucking uh, lesbian stripper was stripping? Where was he with his hat? I want to know. Shout out to everybody who hits me up every day and says, now I can't unsee this nigga's hat. I never noticed it. Now I can't unsee it. Where was he with his hat? How did he just pop up at the wedding looking like a 32-year-old man with a fedora <laughs> on? Nigga nigga had a newsboy cap. I didn't like it at all, nigga. But <laughs> a newsboy cap. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, nigga. He really looked like he had fruits and he had fruits and bean pies, nigga. That nigga looked like one of the FOIs out there, nigga. Like, what is this hat at the wedding? International Shriner out there. Had on a fez. I was like, wait, dog. Um, but didn't need the sex from them. And when they were at the wedding, I thought, okay, Dom's gonna rush in. Or Dom's gonna call. Something's gonna happen because I thought, I thought oh, the mom was gonna hate. Before the wedding, they were sitting down talking, and image. This is actually before the sex when he came back. You know I ain't perfect. You know I ain't perfect, right? And she said, "Nigga, I know." I really like Tiffany's character. She's just she raw, and I feel like if we're talking about redeeming women, even though she still has some things about her that, eh, but prior to this season, she was kind of just a hood rat baby mom. That's how they portrayed her. She was on drugs or some shit. Like yeah, like she was always hyped up, yelling, angry. This season, I actually really did enjoy her character, and they showed some growth with her. I'm gonna give her that. One hundred percent. I'm gonna give her that. Um, but she was like, "Nigga, I know you ain't perfect, nigga. You anybody know that it's me?" I'm like, think about the." Time. And I was like, "He finna tell on himself," and I was like, "But we had also seen the screenshot from the preview last week. They got to the altar, so I was like, he gonna tell on himself.'" And either she going to confess to something or she going to be like, you telling me means you changed or something. I don't know, nigga. I didn't know. But he ain't telling himself. He just said I ain't perfect. She said I know. He ate her out on the couch. They fucked. That was it. The baby somewhere with a hat on. Weird bag. They got to the fucking, uh, to the, to the justice of the peace. Went in there. They got married without a hitch. And it just, the buildup and spending so much time with them. And then all the weird behavior between Emmett and Dom last week. And, and he take her back to his mom's crib through the threshold. For the threshold. Yo, that's wild. Y'all promise, whenever I get married, I'm sure to you listening, I'm telling you now, we not walking in mom's crib and going to my room. And almost knocked over the vase, too. That all, vase was- yeah, because he could barely carry Tiffany thick ass, nigga. That nigga Jacob Lattimore, 20 pounds. It was just weird, dog. But all that to say, like, that's what we got from that storyline, bro. That was terrible. That was terrible. Other characters, man. Um, Ronnie. Let's talk about Ronnie. The beginning of the episode, we got his funeral, right? Some I noticed. Did you peep that episode one and the finale had a funeral and a wedding? Yeah. Random. I don't know what the significance of it was. Don't ask me in the comments or in the fucking DM because y'all be asking me a lot of shit like I wrote this shit I don't know what they was thinking but I did think that was kind of weird like why are you giving us a wedding and a funeral at the same time um, or at the beginning and the end but Ronnie's funeral was at the beginning trash 
trashest funeral ever. Trashest funeral ever, nigga. Let me let me let me write because I, I did write down a couple. Trashest fucking funeral in history, bro. Uh, and I'm almost certain every note you wrote down is one of my problems with this funeral, nigga. All right, would anybody like to say any words about Ronnie? Love you, G. Miss you, bro. Sorry. Thank you, fam. Here's my issue, though. Keisha was the only one who had the courtesy to at least go up there and say what she said. That nigga that stood up and said, love you, G. Miss you, bro. His two homies. My nigga, I thought they was talking to each other. Nigga, they stood up so quietly. What funeral you ever been to where they asked if anybody had words and you never went up saying, you don't go like, up, up to the podium and got on a mic? I never been to that funeral. Maybe they do it differently in the shy. Yeah, Shay, uh, send us a voice note and let us know if that's how y'all do funerals, nigga. Um, Remember when Detroit 187 came out? Yep. Boy, which was a good show after the first couple episodes, um, but then it got canceled because I think Detroit ragged that shit so bad. When it finally turned good, it was too late. Yeah, and um, it ended up canceled. But like, I wanted to do Chicago, be like, yo, that's not Chicago. That's not how we would do it. Because oh, we I'm was sure on Detroit 187, like, that shit was like, Twitter wasn't even in its final form yet, and yeah, it was popping. I'm like, sure they do. Because um, a, a few of the homies who actually live and from Chicago, they do be hitting me like, this ain't too shy. Like, that's, so I know they probably be at home, like, pissed off. Um, We saw Tracy. Tracy was the one that said sorry when she stood up to give her last words to Ronnie. I ain't never been a fan of Ronnie, but I think Ronnie deserved a better fucking send off than this. Then this was he, terrible. They gave that bitch the, the the flag. This was fam. They gave Ronnie. If y'all don't know, was in the fucking military, and them goddamn Marines walked directly up to Tracy and said for Ronnie's service to this country. And then turned around, not on scene. One nigga yeah, they was like, that was a shitty little fucking representation of the military at a funeral. My nigga, y'all gave that to Tracy. Why? Why? That Why? It was one. Y'all didn't have to simulate that because that's some real shit. Yeah. My uncle was murdered yeah. uh, years ago and I went through that and got the the, the, the 21 gun salute. Yeah. The whole nine folks come up there. They start shooting them fucking guns. All that shit. Some shit that, that. Every Memorial Day, I post my aunt flag. My aunt was one of the first black women in Alabama to go to the Marines. You got to like. Y'all didn't even turn on, on key. Like, yeah. No, they, they did nothing there, bro. Um. But why did Tracy get the flag? Who the fuck was she? Wasn't even his girl. Tracy was an ex who got him killed. This nigga daddy ain't even coming to his funeral. Y'all introduced his fucking dad last year. The dad left Chicago and went to Arkansas. They ended up having a good relationship where they fixed his car up and shit. He wouldn't come back and get the fucking flag. Tracy got it. Come on, bro. That's just sloppy. And again, me going back to Miss Ethel never needed to die. Because guess what? She could have gotten that nigga's flag. And then that whole hero angle y'all was playing, she could have realized. My baby was a hero. My ba- he's still a hero, nigga, even after that bum comment. It was just bad. Um, After they leave the funeral, they go to the cemetery. They're walking away. Papa's dad gets arrested. So let's talk about that. Because we're going characters. Papa's dad got arrested, and I don't know if you noticed, but it stood out to me like a sore thumb. Papa didn't react. I got it written right here in my notes. Bro. Why did Papa father get arrested? Well, that was it. 
Who uh Papa doesn't make a move when his pops is getting arrested. Fam. He don't move at all. Fam. Papa asked his dad 3,200 questions about everything he's done. When he got that envelope from Lena with the money in it, when he fucking found the money, when he talked about religion, every single thing. When Maisha mama was broke, all that shit, Papa got 42 questions. He don't say a word when he get arrested. He just stood there with Kevin and Jake looking. With the damn face? It's not, yo, what y'all doing with my dad? Dad, you gonna be Dad, dad you okay? On? What's going on? Why dad, what happened? You or, no. Let my dad go. Not, nothing. Let my nuts go. Biatch, let my dad go. Biatch. Like, come on, dog. Y'all didn't ask this nigga to say one word during this? Yo, Papa had some tough acting spots in this episode. Boy. He did, man. Um, Apparently, after the fucking dad got arrested, they went back to go smoke. And they up in Kevin in, in uh, his family apartment. Apparently, Kevin can just smoke now with the vape. Like, that's their thing. They getting high as a motherfucker. Why do you think you can't smell that shit? Because you can't. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. I I don't get it. I don't get it So maybe all, it's bro. not the smoke that smells. It's the... It's the I don't know. Why you can't smell that shit? I, out the I don't get it. I don't understand it. But... In this little ass apartment, I feel like you would smell something, even if the fucking flavor. Like we had a uh, Black Jesus. Yeah, uh, yep. the nigga played Black Jesus in mm-hmm. here, and he had a he was smoking heavy. And nigga, yeah, you, you smell don't smell shit. shit. At all. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand the uh, the science of it. Like my girl has a vape. Um, I know some other people who have a vape. I feel like I always think I smell something, but I don't really be smelling shit. Um, but they in there smoking and they chilling, and they just like. Papa, what happened with your dad? I don't know. He just got arrested. Like, I saw him take some money from Miss Camille. So, have you ever seen anybody give money to your parents? Yes. Did you think they were doing a crime? When it was my dad, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's a little. <laughs> that was a little. Yeah, yeah, it was different when it was when it was tone. But um, uh, no, handing my mom money, no. I, I never would have thought anything like that. Um, why did why did he immediately think that his dad that it was, was something doing bad? Something wrong? Yeah, and I'm and I'm like even when he asked his dad, and his dad was like, "Like fam, that's easily explained. She's a politician. She wanted to donate to the church. Boom, done. We don't have to talk about shit no more. Don't ask me no more questions. Uh, for me letting her come talk to y'all. Hey, she wanted Straight to up. yeah. She wanted to join this service and come give a speech. No, we taxing we tax y'all tides every month. If you want to come here and, and use people, it's gonna rain you some money. Fam, as a nigga who used to work in politics, they spend money on way less than campaigns, nigga. They'll take niggas to fucking five star dinners and four seats at the basketball game to get them to vote on a proposal that don't end up going through. Like that just it happens so often that it's not nothing to flinch at. So I never understood Papa's like disdain. But let's talk more importantly about why his dad got arrested. So they vaguely mentioned money laundering. He got arrested for money laundering, and that was Duda's assistant, uh, campaign manager. I don't know who this nigga was, but he popped up. He said, "Yo, Pastor such and such got arrested for money laundering," and he's he telling, singing. he's singing. He don't want to go to jail, so he's singing. So I just knew we was getting something out of this. I said, Papa Daddy going to die. Next scene, Pop's dad is in Mr. Duda's establishment. I'm like, yo, what's about to go I'm like, down? he's fin to die, nigga. Yo, the, the big nigga with the tiny braids about to show up. Woo! 
Woo! Uh, Big Mike. Yeah, Big, Big Mike. Big Mike ain't got no hang time on yo, them braids. Big Mike got them 1998 NBA Live creator player braids Woo! and shit. Um, I'm like, yeah, Big Mike coming. It's he song, got them man, Udonis man. Haslam braids. Facts. You feel me? That's exactly what he got, uh, actually. Them freaking... Uh, What's that <laughs> nigga <from> the, uh, <laughs> What's this nigga that Kawhi litter braids and shit? <laughs> what it do, baby? Uh, Dog, shit. I just knew something was gonna come of that when they said he's singing and then all of a sudden he out and picking pop up. I'm like, this nigga pops about to blaze, get blue. I said, yo, you saw your pops get arrested. How you gonna feel? I wonder if you're gonna sit there quiet when his brains get knocked we out. We go nigga. into cardiac arrest. Woo! <laughs> Woo! And then nothing. that's this shit I don't like. Nothing. Nothing happened. Dude, I, you a killer, right? Dude, I, they just told you this nigga is singing, and you know for a fact you've given him money. Hell, I thought we might have got Camille. Back out here, like, yo, that nigga talking. Oh, shit, he might tell that I gave some money. Let's send somebody that way. Nobody said a word to Papa Dad. It was just, he got arrested. He was singing. It's over. He came out and he taught Papa a life lesson. This nigga got out of jail quick as fuck. <laughs> that mean he told on everybody, nigga. He told on you, me, Mama there, P there. See that? Yo, like, shout out to everybody who did not know what helped the bear. Dog, help the bear. Like, I be forgetting that, like, we be... We be on me and you just be in a different sync with regard to shit that we see on the internet. Um, and not everybody know. Every one of y'all that hit us up and said thank y'all for posting this because I had no clue what help the bear meant. I wasn't even going. I seen that shit. I don't like. I'm not even gonna post it. But I posted. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that y'all didn't know. I thought everybody saw that clip because it's fucking. It, that shit should be on a national like museum. Like, put that in the Black History Museum in D.C., bro. Which it made it funnier now because I'm like, yo, y'all was. What were y'all laughing? Y'all at? was laughing at y'all didn't. <laughs> y'all had no clue what help the bear meant. Y'all just thought me and Jay just made that shit up on the spot. Like help the bear. Like like it was funny because nigga, I'm cold as a lion with no hair. If you ever see me fighting in the forest with a grizzly bear, help the bear. Y'all thought we made that up <laughs> on the pod <laughs> and laughed at it because it was so dope. It was so funny. That, that was the, oh, No, I want y'all to know that y'all are weird as fuck because <laughs> y'all laughed at that for two days before y'all uh, saw what the fuck it was. That episode did fucking numbers. Though. That episode was phenomenal. It is. Um, and I know this one ain't been that level of funny because we're not that fucking... Nah, not two weeks in a row. No, I, I laughed too hard last week. I had a headache leaving here last week. We laughed so much, dog. What was it. funny, niggas didn't believe when we had posted, like, yo, we just did one of the funniest episodes ever. Y'all thought we was gay. Y'all thought we was bullshitting. Like, I told several people, like, nah, this wasn't a game. Like, we really... We lost our minds, bro. <laughs> niggas, um, a lot of niggas hit me up. Was like, "Yo, my girl." <laughs> shout out to one of the homies. I ain't gonna say his name, but that nigga said t- the exact text was, "And do you follow my girl?" <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, we got shit. several text messages saying, "Yo, that part right there." Like, I lost it. I had to close my door at work. First of all, not all y'all got an office to close the door. <laughs> and I know that. 
No, I know that. I'm no no shout out, nigga. <laughs> you ain't got no fucking office door. I've been up there. Ain't no office at that damn restaurant, nigga. Shut up. <laughs> Y'all niggas just fucking lying. <laughs> that nigga said at that restaurant. <laughs> nigga closed the fucking bathroom door like these niggas is funny. Um, oh shit. Oh fuck. That was good. That was good. Great episode last week. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to 113. Laugh your ass off. 113 was a lot better than fucking this finale. I'm going to just say that, nigga. 100%. Because um, that episode was better than the finale. Yeah. Like, it just was. Um, What else happened, man? Papa Daddy got arrested. Anticlimactic. Let's talk about Duda and this. Let's go two different Duda stories. Let's start with the fucking uh, mayoral race. Because it was quick. They did all that build up, all that tension, all that, hey, Jake stole a folder and gave it to Camille. Ooh, this going to... Her campaign manager said, oh, why do we deserve this gift? What's so funny is like... It never made sense. Like it, it, it never made sense. Like yo, someone broke in my car, put some some coke, some coke in there, in clearly it. to try to set me up. And then dude, I, was, I mean, dude was like, "Yo, I got an idea." And y'all go break in and get a folder. Let's steal a folder that apparently you didn't even know the fucking safe combination to this get in. Sigga thought he was just gonna go guess. Where has he seen the folder? So here's my thing about him finding this folder and giving it to us. They never said what was in the folder. They played it off like we were going to get some fucking like retribution, right? We were going to get answers. And then Camille didn't use the folder. This nigga Jake thought, you know, I mean, f- different combinations of four digit numbers there are. Fam. Nine, nine million. Nine thousand. <laughs> like this Jake was about to go through all nine thousand. Jake there. was first of all on a safe that fucking sophisticated. Jake was going to be locked out after f- Two more tries, nigga. You ain't just going to keep hitting four-digit numbers, dog. Like, it ain't going to work, bro. But more importantly than that, the folder that they got that they was going to use to ruin this campaign and set this nigga dude up, they never fucking said what was in the folder, dog. The assumption that I made was it got to be some 63rd shit. Like, because they called a 63rd Street uh, um, the company, they don't refer to it as 63rd Street Mob no more. They call it the company. They run uh, Perry's Pizza through there. They got the real estate business down in Texas through there. I'm thinking that folder has to be where they keep books. He keeping books on the on the gang, nigga. But why would um, Camille say I don't want to win like this by exposing your an, opponent as the shady a, nigga? And you know who he is out here in these streets. I mean, even when uh, Candy went down there and she said, why you want me to use this shit so bad? She was like, because he's a shady motherfucker. Camille say, I know, but I don't want to win like this. Because he might kill me. Because, like, let's keep it real. I got to win on a book so this nigga might fuck me up. Yeah. But say he might kill me. Don't say, I don't want to win like this. And she was like, well, why not? Uh, because you only gave that to me because you mad at him. Cause he, what he, what she say? He trying to silence you. Yeah, you only gave it to him because he trying to silence you, and you know that you can't get over if I'm on, the, I'm in control. So if yeah. you don't want to do it, like Lee what is the worst actress <laughs> in the world? So I've been a lot of things in my life, but upon not one of them. So okay, sweetheart. I was thinking, like, how the fuck they gonna make a sex scene out of this? I'm so glad that that. Yeah, was I'm glad the they didn't give a sex scene. Um. Even though if I had my choice between them would having a sex see, scene. Would you want to see Lena? Lena? No. <laughs> but if I had a choice between Lena and Candy in a lesbian sex scene and that stripper that came to the bachelorette party, give me the sex scene. Because that stripper was actually, I fast forwarded through that on the first watch. 
I didn't want to. As soon as she took off that little police shirt and had that sports bra on, I said, I can't watch this. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. It was awkward. Then on my fast forward, I didn't like, you know, how you fast forward and like up to speed. I just did it on a regular first speed. So I saw her get on a handstand and like start popping on Tiffany. But I was like, I don't know what's happening. And Jada was just over there looking like a pervert. It was weird, dog. It was really weird. Um, But anyway, so they didn't use the file and dude, I won. He is about to become the mayor of the shy. And then Lena gave a speech to her campaign members. It was one of the most awkwardly, terribly acted because things seemed, I've ever it's, seen. It's kind of seemed like like she's reading from a script, and when I she mean, reads off the page. She just <laughs> keeps talking like this. Yeah, this fucking Lena voice is classic. <laughs> <laughs> like that's exactly what she does. And I know I didn't win this time, but maybe next time <laughs> I use what's in the folder. And man, Shirley Chisholm didn't die for this. <laughs> like. She just didn't. And I want y'all to redact her name from See, all reruns of this shit. In real life, I was listening to uh, King's Disease. Yeah, yeah, This nigga Nas brought in. Shit, Damn, about that was Chism. fucking great. I just started laughing. Because I'm like, no, not you too. Like, like, and it was random how he said. A lot of the bars on that song were random. <laughs> like, Charlie Chisholm is fundamental. Yeah. Is it fundamental? Like, and then what else he said to have me fucking rolling? Dog. I'm like, yo, so I just heard Lena. Like, Charlie Chisholm. She's, and then ended her, her little Shirley Chisholm speech with, and I'm not that type of bitch. I'm the baddest bitch. I'm a bad Trina. bitch. Wop. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and really, I, I just really want to be a bad bitch. I, I I really want some WAP, but <laughs> I want it and I want it. <laughs> you feel me? Like I want one and I want one. And I want to have one. <laughs> I want to have my cake and, and eat, eat it too. too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, dog. Oh, that was great. Shit. Um, that was awesome. This fucking Lena voice is classic. We throwing that in there with uh, Franklin and Ghost. So, dude, I won. And then after he won, <laughs> this is the funny shit in the world. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker said. Oh, the fucker said. It's a new sheriff in town, motherfucker. It's a new sheriff in town, motherfucker. I can't even say it. I said what? So they had the fucking court case. Oh, first of all, most mm. important, Jasmine back with no explanation of where she's been for six straight episodes. Jasmine just back. She here now mm. with a, with braids. She liked to, when the black girl use her PTO and say she's sick, then come back to work the next day with new braids, nigga. Jasmine pulled that. She been gone five episodes in a row, came back with fucking blonde braids, nigga. Whew. So she back and she helping trig Tyus Ty. And apparently his neck too wide or something. I don't know what the fuck the dialogue was they was having. It was terrible. You think Trig character retarded? <laughs> <laughs> like that nigga. Just I did look- not know that's what you was finna ask me, dog. <laughs> that nigga look dumb, don't he? Like he don't he don't he don't come across as like smart. <laughs> like that nigga's slow, man. Shout out to Luke James, man. And it's not it's Luke James. No, himself, it's Trig. It's, like, and it, so one thing I've realized with a lot of shows, because 
I've I've started to notice like when because I watch a lot of bad TV too like it shit's entertaining to me. Thanks. Um, so it's shows I watch just for the fuck of it, and some shows where I thought people couldn't act, I'll see them on another show, and I'll be like, oh, it's not them, it's the direction. Yeah, they're giving. You're told how to deliver lines. Lena's bro. like, can you put your dumb face on? He I need be confused hold, as fuck, don't he? Hold your face like a dumb nigga would hold his face. I just want my brother. I just want my brother. We can go back to Kankakee. I just want my brother back. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to get my bro back. Whoa. That nigga said, what if I don't know how to lead? And she said, well, I'll lead. And I was like, oh, shit. You just lost all your power, Trig. She finna fucking man up. She like, I'll be the alpha. <laughs> I'll be the alpha. <laughs> you know, you know something going around the internet's about uh, being an alpha woman, alpha male, alpha female. Yeah, I've seen that. You know what the alpha female is? What the side chick who won't stop calling your main chick because she like, yo, I'm I'm the number one. She won't like, stop calling the beta female. She no, she's like, no, nigga, stop you, calling my beta. Like, nigga, you beta. Like, my <laughs> wife is, <laughs> huh? <sighs> <laughs> they go to fucking court. Um, Jake stood up and gives his riveting speech. Which I actually like Jake good. this episode. Jake um, was on point. He Jake low key didn't really miss this season. Um, he said every time he said something, it was some real shit. Every time he said something, it was real shit. But it was also like how I feel like Jake would really react. Like yeah. the character y'all have he given me. Yeah, that actor really from there. Michael Epps, <laughs> still fucking funny. Um, but I feel like, but so was Papa. And you getting two different Chicago's from them niggas, Papa but um, dope season one, season one and two. Papa was my favorite character. Well, one of like my favorite non main character. Um, this season I just feel like they used him bad. But Jake throughout this season stuck to his character. How do you hug bad? <laughs> that nigga hugged his dad at the end. Like what? Like for this, was, <laughs> this was awkward. Like nigga, this was not even a good hug. Well, why might should give him that fucking chain? I hated that necklace <laughs> with all my heart. <laughs> the nigga with her emblem. With a large ass fake gold M on that motherfucker. So, like in high school, shorty, I'm telling you now, don't give me no big L, nigga. <laughs> big L. <laughs> don't give me no, no. <laughs> you a big L, and I ain't talking about well, cool J. <laughs> so I used to have this a a, a a big ass chain and shit. And yeah. in high school, like I let my lady rock it. Like that was a thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I had a a big ass no limit charm on that motherfucker. Yeah, uh, but like it was a thing. But the man put the chain on. My mom be hating on my No Limit earring that I had, by the way. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yo, this nigga Papa got proposed to. <laughs> Damn, she got behind that nigga and lifted his ponytail up oh, and put shit. the fucking chain on this nigga. Man, that's wild. Even that scene was weird. Like she, He was like, how did you know we were here? The boys called me. Thanks, guys. And it was like, are we supposed to know that Papa was like, going through it so much that only Maisha could say why are they a thing I don't again talking about characters that weren't <laughs> used properly dog Maisha was actually a cool little side character seasons one and two she was smart Kevin fucked her over because she was big and he wanted the other girl and didn't want to like her because she was the rough ass and then this season she gets with Papa in episode one and it was just weird from the rip it, it was a waste of it was weird from the rip and you wasted two characters why did is Maisha Mama going to prison now for taking money from Papa Money Laundering as Dad? Like, cause that's who got Camille envelope is Maisha Mama. Thanks to uh, Papa. Papa, yo, what if Papa got set up Maisha Mom and she go to prison? Cause his dad snitched. Now that's a snitch. 
Not me, Jay 100%. and Meg. Papa Dad a snitch, nigga. You shoot me, I'm shoot you. I'm, you, you shoot me, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you, or I'm shit. telling, nigga. I might kill you and tell, nigga. Like, hey, I that's killed a, him because he shot get, me. Nigga. That's what's gonna get me off. Yeah, he shot me, nigga. I'm telling off red. Um, yeah, Papa, the dad, the arrest, the mayoral campaign, none of it worked together. Um, so we got Duda and Trig. They go to court. Jake gives a speech. Said, "Yo, I want to live with my family. Like, I know he ain't perfect." I know his girl got a manslaughter charge. I don't know what manslaughter mean, but I want to stay with them. Dude, I never came to court. It was just um, Rosalind, Candy. She was there. His attorney was there. He never showed up. I thought, oh, maybe something happened to Dude. Like he got arrested because Papa Dad snitched and now they went and picked him up. That's what my thoughts were. I thought he was out there looking to kill uh, Papa's dad. dad. Or that. Like maybe he missed that because, hey, I heard you down here telling. Shredding the evidence, doing something. Something related to, nope, apparently that nigga missed court because wasn't no judge in their right mind going to give you that boy if I was there. Why do I get one brother? When I can get two. Like they made this nigga a villain? Like he like a- there's a new sheriff in town, motherfucker. <laughs> was the wildest shit I ever heard in my life, nigga. Illest shit Lena ever wrote. I just want to throw that out there. The rents do, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> I finally started watching Dexter and realized that the surprise motherfucking nigga was from there. I never knew where that was from. Really? I oh, just knew the my, video, that's nigga. My shit. Yeah. Surprise Dexter. But fucking. what was funny, episode one, season one, soon as I saw him come on there, I said, that's, that's surprise, motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> and then I had to go find it, nigga. Uh, you, how, how far are you into Dexter? We Season one, early, first half. Um, yo, Dexter. But it's good, though. Yo, it's Dexter. good. I'm really rocking with Dexter, man. Dexter, you gonna eat. Yeah, and that's my type of show. I just was slow to it because it was already out. Oh, shit, man. Dexter gets in this Yeah, bag. yeah, yeah, yeah. And knowing that we got a finale to go to, like, we have seasons to watch. So yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm so in. Y'all, neither one of y'all saying it? No, no. We just started watching last weekend and, and just been rocking through, man. Damn, it's something I want to say, but I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't we we wanna, only. I don't even want to get y'all the heads up to look for yeah. it because sometimes that take away. The, yeah, 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 yeah. But we we definitely into it. We rocking with it. But um, yeah, uh, I knew that was surprise, motherfucker. That shit was funny because I saw him and was like, that's as soon as he talked, I was like, that's him, nigga. Yo, if it's a motherfucker that you hate on TV, it's that nigga. He's horrible, dog. And we like, hate him for trying to get a killer off the street. <laughs> we hate him for being right. It was only because he was fucking the wife yeah. of the the dude who he killed because he also killed the wife so whatever he took your pussy away nigga don't ever get my pussy away <laughs> keep it tight all right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get my pussy back whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa um jake and trig and that whole little case the reason this wasn't really impactful for me nothing that happened because they didn't spend the time on trig and jake's relationship that that needed to like now essentially what they doing they just turned trig into Reggie. So listen, because because I replaced you for not wanting to have yeah yeah, yeah. you know because you ain't want to be with the trans woman. So now I literally just swapped you out, created a brother we had never heard of. He comes from a city that's two hours away. It ain't like this nigga was fucking a, a whole country away. Like no, I was up the road and never said a fucking word. But now I created you to come in and blatantly replace the nigga that I kicked off and not want to be with a trans woman. So if we didn't have allegedly if we didn't have Maisha. Yeah. If we didn't have the Tomas. Yep. If we didn't have Miss Ethel. Yep. Um we got a lot more time to to spend on Trig, 
Trig, him, Duda and Jake, that story. Trig, Duda, the whole nine. Yo, we yep. even get, we got more time to think about this enterprising weed business. Hey, we might have had more time to spend on the fucking uh, women that are being sexually trafficked up in the 63rd house. What was the theme in this, this season? I mean, it's centered around so, sexual assault. That was like the main thing that we got because of Keisha's kidnapping being like the big story um, and the big plot. But it's like, yo, y'all introduced sex trafficking. We saw it. Trig and uh, I was about to call her Jason. I'm so sorry. Jasmine went in there and we saw it. They were literally trafficking women in a 63rd house. Do do I know this? Is that like the new way y'all getting money? Is drugs dry up on the street? Like, was, was that in the envelope? Come on, bro. Is that one? I don't want to win like this. He really support. Yeah. Some, you know. Like some. Come on, man. It was just stuff there that it was like, Lena, you like you brought it to the to the fray and then you didn't do nothing with it, dog. And it's just I don't understand, man. So let's get to the main character of this episode, which was Keisha. Keisha. Um, Keisha's pregnant, which we found out last week. Um, and we saw last week when her mom caught her looking at a what to do, how to take care of your baby website. She's considering not having the abortion. Um, so early in the episode, she told Emmett after Ronnie's funeral, "Hey, I'm pregnant." Ronnie ma- or uh, Emmett made a little joke, which I thought wasn't that bad. I didn't think it was a bad. He was like, "Wow, I thought it was the perfect lighthearted comment." And because I'm the nigga that makes the lighthearted comments. I didn't think he said nothing wrong, but I, hey, she's still sensitive, nigga. Who the fuck am I? So he was like, hey, this first time I ever heard somebody was pregnant and I knew it wasn't mine, nigga. And she was like, nigga, yeah, whatever. And went to go talk to Jada. And it was like, okay, we never saw her talk to Jada. We saw her talk to, well, we did, but mainly she talked to Tiffany. Like while and she, she was, went to talk to Jada, yeah, yeah. Jada was like, oh, I know somebody for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, And we finally got the, the question learned, to this the answer. One of very few things we saw resolved that we had been waiting on from last season. Tiffany and Emmett had an abortion. And we learned it when she was talking to Keisha. She said, yo. <laughs> that was kind of shady. Like, <laughs> um, I know you're talking to me about this, but let me get you in touch with Let me get you who, somebody else who, who aborted who, a child. Who really be, who be <laughs> yeah. No, she really be aborting, nigga. Yeah, let me let talk me, to her. She no, let me get you a real aborter, nigga. She she, uh, she, uh, she, uh, she a SME. Okay. Yeah, She's a yeah, matter yeah, expert no. in this shit. <laughs> like, she is I and I am him, nigga. Like, aborter, aborter, nigga. She came out there. She told her, yo, we wasn't ready. And I thought about it. We was going to have it. And I said, nigga, I ain't in a position right now to take care of any other child except the one I got. Which I thought was honest as fuck because clearly y'all barely taking care of Hat. My little nigga Hat. Y'all barely got him. So I ain't mad at y'all having that abortion. I'm glad they said it. Lena didn't leave us feeling all the way dumb with all the plots that came from last season and never got resolved. And then they had a nice little moment. Why Keisha wait to this moment? Because I she think, wanted a ooh moment. I think the moment I'm t- not Keisha. Yeah, no, the I'm talking moment, about Lena wanted a ooh moment. It should have happened the episode where she said the reason we're not having sex is because I don't want to get pregnant again. Yeah, I went. I had an abortion, which was very traumatic for me. Yeah, because such and such. So I want us to be like that's the time to have this conversation. Damn, that was perfect, but that wouldn't have given us the ooh. And that's what Lena wants. I want it in the moment that I think I'm really making a statement about abortions. And it's just like, come on, man. And 
I thought it was weird, but I did like the moment between Keisha and Tiffany. Like they hugged, they seemed genuine. And it's like the first time we saw them when she came over before she was going to college and all that pre kidnapping, they energy wasn't like this. So it was just like, again, back to the maturation of Tiffany. I could appreciate how she reacted to Keisha, even telling her and that Keisha was comfortable enough to talk to her. Cause yo fiance is my old nigga. Like, it was just a good little scene, but yeah. I, I did think that the reveal of her and Emmett having that baby uh, aborted was inappropriate in this moment because it took away from whatever Keisha had to say. Um, How you feel about... It's a totally different situation. Yeah, completely different. This ain't, yo, I can't take care of it. If this it's, baby is going to be here, I'm going to be constantly reminded of... My abduction and rape yeah. and abuse that's not the same as yo y'all was we can't afford a second without, baby yeah like that's not the same y'all fucked on some makeup sex shit on the couch and he rawly busting you going back to tiffany and emmett real quick i also thought that we were gonna learn dom got pregnant when he rawly fucked her on the countertop but we learned nothing down with an episode um back to keisha how do you feel about her considering keeping a baby i think it's natural because she made a statement. She was like, what if Ronnie mom would have uh, aborted, aborted him? I thought that particular statement was a reach. I got what she was saying. But like, if he aborted her, I, I would have never got found. It was like, whoa, that's like 60 year difference. But I get it. I get what she was saying. I think she's saying is like everybody has like she told. Your kid is here for a reason. Ronnie told her you gave my life purpose. Purpose. Yeah. True. You know what I'm saying? Like True. everybody has a what you was born, you got a purpose. Yeah, your kid is here for a reason. And from what she's feeling in this moment, Ronnie was here to save her. Ronnie thought that. She thinks she that. thinks that. And now she's thinking, what if my baby is here for something major down the road? Yeah. Um, and I get rid of him because of how traumatic I was I was um impregnated. And when she's talking to her mom, because she went down to the clinic, she was finna go through with it and then said, I can't do it. She goes back to the crib, her and her mom in the room. She crying, hugging the mom. And she like, you know, I, I just I, I couldn't go through with it. And her mama say, it's going to be all right. Like, we here. And then Kevin overheard and walked in and said, well, Kevin, boy. here for what? Your sister's pregnant. Or no, Keisha said it. I'm pregnant. By that creepy ass niggas, you having that scary niggas baby or whatever the fuck that nigga said. Like, it was just Kev, you Come so on, inappropriate, bro. I know you don't know. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, but, yeah. You a young boy, nigga, you, but you on a you on a roll of saying five wild so shit. Again, back to Emmett, same statement about Kevin. I don't like what y'all did with his character. His character was never this fucking bad. And he was younger and more immature. He was usually more not But granted, he was wise beyond his age. Yeah. Now granted. As you get older, things do change. Yeah. But you was the person that uh sit there and think about it first before you would say something. Yeah, like even they got Jake even being more mature. Like when he was talking to Jasmine and she like, yo, um, when he asked her, What is manslaughter? And she was like, When you kill someone but you didn't mean to. When you and, used to Yeah. And she he was like, Who'd you kill? My dad. Why? Oh, shit. That was a punch because yeah. the joke that just got let off would have ended this entire fucking <laughs> studio, nigga. Um, no, but Jay, and then she was like, yo, I killed my dad, nigga. Why'd you do that? He ain't like. These are natural yeah, questions. 
But he was like asking sensitively, right? Yeah. And um, she told him like, "Yo, my dad wanted a son. He didn't like me because I'm not his son. I'm who I am." And he was like, he literally said, "I know what you are." And she was like, "Who do you think I am?" He was like, "You was born one way, but you feel like you another way." And she was like, "Yeah, that's it." He was like, "Yeah, I I, I know what trans is. I learned about it at school. This shit don't sound that bad. It ain't like you a bad person." Mature. Kevin yeah. has none of that. And I'm like, Jake always seemed like the friend who would be the inappropriate yeah. whatever. And she even I said. I know this was another leaning moment. Too. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Because she not, was trying to teach, but this not, one didn't hurt. And this one, you did it correctly in this one. Yeah. Like, where it didn't seem super it wasn't off. forced. This is a 14-year-old like, asking questions about his brother's wife. It didn't seem Keenan Keen Ivy Reigns-ish. Yeah. Message. Where it's a, it's obvious, yeah. and that's I feel like so many things this season were obvious, and it hurt the the episode each time because it was like, fam, you if you just want to give a message, just say that, bro. Like, um, so then he got up to go to yeah yeah yeah. Like, Where you going? And then I thought I was he was like, like, I'm about to watch TV. I'm like, yo, he kind of blew up a little bit. He did, but then he brought it back. Yeah, because I'm thinking like, yo, this don't seem real. after this real conversation yeah. that y'all had. This is how you gonna end it. So but she, it, he was like, I'm going to watch TV. She was like, not till after you wash them dishes. He was like, so this what it's gonna be? You just gonna be bossing me around like this? And he got kind of wild with his tone. And she was like, I'm trying to teach you some respect and some discipline. And she was like, if we're going to be a family, I want to. Because if you look at all three of them, none of them have ever had a real family at all. She killed her dad. Trig grew up with the the worst part of their crackhead mom. And Jake grew up with Reggie being Reggie, nigga. So it was like, I I ain't mad at Jasmine in this moment. Jasmine fuck around and been the best character this season outside of a couple moments. She had some really good moments, too. Like, it just was, nigga. And in this moment, I like how she handled Jake. And I like how he responded. Real quick, going back to Jasmine and that whole situation with uh with Duda when he came through. Told Trig, yo, I'm the mayor now. I'll run this motherfucker. Um, I want to keep Jake in that school. Jake had asked Jasmine, can y'all afford to keep me in school? Hell, fuck no. And she said, we'll figure something out. Nigga, y'all going to have to rob every trap house in Chicago. Y'all don't have no money. You know how much Liggett is? Y'all have no money. You know how much it is at Liggett? Yeah, yeah. For like my best preschool. friend went to Liggett in the eighties and nineties, nigga. Like in that, nigga, that's like fourteen thousand dollars yeah. for your kindergartner. My cousin teach there. Yeah, they wasn't keeping Jake in that school, but it's very expensive in depth. Dude, I came through, said I'd like to keep paying for Jake's education. Who need your fucking? I don't money. need no fucking money from y'all. I want your handouts. And he was like, oh, this ain't a handout. You gonna work it off? Because now that I'm about to be the mayor, I need a street leader. What? Where's Big Mike? Like, what is the hierarchy of the 63rd mob, nigga? You know, I mean, you know Big Mike just muscle. Big Mike, but that's the thing. Like, do he not got nothing to say about? He don't know. Tri- Fam, we just tried to kill Trig when they was out in that abandoned house. Son, if I wanted you to die, you'd be dead. Uh, this No, you nigga, wanted me to die, and I killed your man, nigga. This nigga like the Bond level villain. Yeah, like, where you telling the plan. Like, So he like, look, you going to work for me. And you're going to be Reggie. And Jake's still going to be Jake. And y'all going to be Reggie and Jake. And we're going back to seasons one and two around this Matter of fact, I think I'm going to call you Reggie from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you Reggie Trig. Like, come on, bro. It was just, uh. Anyway, um, let's talk about Kevin real quick. Real, real quick. Because the only thing of significance that happened on this episode, we revisited the most awkward moment that I didn't want to revisit. Him and Gemma having sex. 
Why did they force this down our throats? Pause. This season. Like when when it happened the first time, I didn't want it to happen. It was weird and awkward. And I'm looking at two children. Why must you push two 14 year olds to have sex? To fuck. And I hate to use this word, normalize it. Fam. If we push the narratives, yeah. how about this a bad narrative to push? Maybe two ninth graders should not be having sex. And how did they go from last week she won't even fucking respond to me and she unfollowed me on the gram and all this shit to now she coming back and asking this nigga about what's going on with Papa Dad and the Ronnie funeral and all that. She I like, know. this must be hard for you. Nigga. Yeah, and she talking about her therapy after she tried to commit suicide. It was so many random things. It was so things. many, like, oh, we got to, we, you know, we throw some suicide in there. Yeah. Throw some LBGT in there. Then she was like, yo, uh, my teacher is old, gay, and black. What's not the love? Yeah. And then she says, to keep throwing shit in there, I told my therapist I wanted you to be my first. A word, what'd he say? He just said, make sure you sure. What? No, this is a horrible advice for kids. What kind of therapy do they have in Chicago, nigga, between Dre counseling and gym therapist? I don't want to go to fucking and the little uh, ghetto therapist that Emmett and Tiffany was seeing with the three degrees. I don't want to go to Chicago for therapy. I'm cool, bro. Um, And then they went upstairs and fucked because apparently her dad, who was just monitoring every move she made is now cool with leaving her alone and letting her have company again. That's wild. And they showed us the afterfuck. Thank goodness they didn't show us nothing of the lead up. But like even the discussion they had, was it supposed to be that quick? Yeah. Fam, um, we're not trying to discuss this shit. I didn't expect us to go five rounds. Fuck you know about rounds. Oh, good. She was like, yeah, that's only uh, from pornos. What? pornos is fake like it was like what the fuck is happening so now you trying to you trying to teach kids that it's a like come on fam. it was just a lot and again kids so when y'all have sex the first time if it doesn't last that long it's okay it's normal fam, that's not the messaging you and you know what i don't like because yes i get that i was also a wild 14 year old child doing all kinds of shit but i've grown up so it's not about, oh, I was wild, so I'm cool with other kids being wild, too. Crazy. The point of growing up is to make sure that you're not leading the people under you to do the same shit you did, bro. Oh, we also did find out that Papa has a mom. Papa does have a mom, and apparently she don't do shit. But we never seen her. Never seen her. Not seen uh, the shadow. We didn't ever say, all right, We never seen nothing. Never even heard her name. But apparently his dad is taking care of everything, and that's why he was stealing money, because I want to be able to give you all the world. Yeah, we don't need so that's a heavy line. Like, it is. We don't need the we don't need the world. We just, we just want need you. you. That's and it. And then the most awkward hug ever. Facts. Um I think that was it. This is the series finale. Let's talk about the season as a whole, man. Um It was, it started to come back. They tried to they braved some they life tried. in it. And yo, Lena, for all the shit that we have talked about it, save for our previous three episodes, because we gave you mad props on those. Um, but season overall. I understand the position you were in wasn't easy. You lost your main character for whatever reason, because we never got it confirmed. And the nigga Barton Fitzpatrick came out and said, that ain't why I left. Yeah, it probably is. But hey, because everything that we heard other than you leaving happened. Like we heard about the trans character and the trans character came in. Just so happened to be the trans character who goes with the nigga that's replacing your character. It all happened. So it's probably why you left. But all that to say, you lost your main character. You lost one of your good second leads. Um, 
I get that you trying to recreate what this season was supposed to look like wasn't easy. But she, but but you, there were the the fatal errors. Like you never addressed Brandon dying. Yeah, I think that that starts off how bad this. That's kind of like the culmination was right there at the beginning that you never addressed. You never addressed Reggie dying. Reggie never got a funeral. At least Brandon got that. Granted, Brandon was a bigger character, but Reggie never even got a funeral, dog. Like, come on, bro. And it's just like when you start the season off like that, and then. You also went in with your agenda. It's going to be the gayest season ever. And granted, compared to seasons one and two, it definitely was. But more importantly, the inclusiveness you tried to have with LGBTQ plus members, more than like nine times out of ten, it wasn't impactful because you kind of forcefully injected it into a scene or into a script instead of letting it naturally flow like you did with the conversation between Jasmine and Jake. That convo was organic and it made sense for what they were talking about. The other times were not. Fam, why did that scene at the gay bar happen? I ain't getting nothing from it. You just introduced an overly aggressive gay dude who sexually harassed Trig, far as I'm concerned. And then you try to create a conflict around a narrative that didn't exist in the scene you gave me. Come on, man. You ain't give me all the punch I was looking for. Right. Wasn't there, dog. Like, if you was going to give me some shit where you included LGBTQ, I'm with it, dog. Bring them on. Bring them in there. Let's get more representation. But make it make sense in the show or the story you giving me. And she ain't do a good job of that this season. Um, I know you've talked about it, but you don't think it's a season four coming. Wrap this shit up. I don't think there should be a season four. I think they will get renewed. If they get renewed um, and she's not the writer, get new writers. Because I think that's the problem. Desperately need new writers. We don't have an issue with the show. Like, the writing this season. Was- it was just bad writing. Um, And I have friends who write on some pretty big projects. They've all said, it's just not good. It's just not good. Um, it, A lot of the writing is rudimentary. And it's not well thought out. And it doesn't compare to the writing and the superb stories we were being told the first two seasons like those were layered and they were Brandon is rolling over in his grave fam I I literally I said it man Jason Mitchell was looking at the shy like dog him and EZ is rolling 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 this ain't it man um overall though I'm glad we got a season three I know that a lot changed to fuck it up but this wasn't what I expected it ain't what I hoped for I hope we get something else um Kind of to redeem this season, man. But if we, like it's almost like I want season four because I feel like I didn't really get this season, dog. Um, next week is nothing, and then the week after that, is power, power starts. Yeah. So, so next week, let's uh let's get throw one of these appreciation episodes out there or something, man. Yeah. We got a BlackBerry letter. Um, on the appreciation episode, I thought about it too. Like we can do like two people each time we do one. Of the, you know what I'm saying? Like. Well, them, yeah, yeah, we 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 well, can we cover. Gonna, we gonna get whatever. Yeah, we'll come figure out, out whatever format, and then you know, hit a drop the other one on Patreon because we are hey, there it is actually going to put info on Patreon. There it is. Um, real quick, did you watch Lovecraft Country? I did. How you feel about it? Episode one. Uh, oh, should that come on tonight too? Yes, episode oh, yeah, two tonight. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, it. I really did. I enjoyed and, uh, it. Shout out to Courtney B. Vance, man. Yeah, and it was so weird. Because, like, when it started off, 
Yeah, we can do. We we yeah. we, 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 we going to talk about I that. Somebody it. asked me about it too like, "Yo, y'all going to cover this?" They asked us on the gram. We absolutely going to cover something. I don't know how cuz here's the thing. Just like Watchmen, dog, that wasn't an episode you could talk week to week. Like we could talk how me and you talk about a show, but like to review week to week, it's hard cuz you know this is a show where the season is doing something. I got to I got to watch tonight's episode to see if this is going to be one of those things where we can yeah, 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 yeah. We need more than one week yeah. to determine how to do this. And the reason I say that, and is we'll catch all up if we because do, because we can always talk about some shit every week, week. to week. Yeah, but, I mean it is a certain. But it's just like what I said about P Valley, completely different type of show. But P Valley is not a show. Fam, we're seven episodes in. Oh, I got episode eight by the way. I email it to you. Um, right. It come out next week. But um, we seven episodes in, and we still don't know the main character and what she running from. Like, like we, we like these episodes because we can draw something off of it and we can have yeah. conversations. I don't know what we can draw off of P Valley. Weekly. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. Nothing weekly. And that's, we going to see with uh Lovecraft country, if there's something to draw off of weekly, or if you're telling me one long story for the season, yeah. Watchmen was one long story that didn't even make sense week to week until you got to the finale. And then it was like, Whoa, nigga. But, first episode i really enjoyed it man it was entertaining it was well written um i know jj abrams and uh jordan peele produced it or executive produced it so um i don't know how much they were involved in the creation of it and the writing and all that but i, I think that episode one they did phenomenal um and i'm very interested and very excited to see episode two yeah. episode two looks like it's gonna be starkly different from episode yeah one. yep yep it sure does um anything else you watching right now bro uh no not really i didn't watch anything this week really uh i feel like it's something else on netflix um it's a movie with what's the black oh kadeem hardison it's a movie with him on there he plays like a pi it's about him and these two white teenagers he's training up to be private investigators method man is on there too i can't think of the name but it's in my damn uh I put it in my queue or whatever, but it looked all right. It looked like it might be straight, man. And it got Kadeem Hardison in it. I'm trying to support the guy because I don't know what he's been doing the last few years, but I'm happy to see my nigga, man. He was on Love Is. He was on Love Is. Um, I did recently send uh, Mara Brock, I Kill another note just to let her know we still here. We still waiting on access to Love Is season one and also for her to send me a vinyl copy of the Love Is soundtrack. Um, I'm going to need that. Y'all let us know what y'all thought about the shy finale, man. Um, Yay, nay. Did y'all like it, love it, hate it? Tell us what y'all thought about the season overall, man. Send all your letters to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. We got a BlackBerry letter coming to y'all next week. Send y'all voice. Send your voice notes about the season to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. If you don't know how to do the voice notes in the email, you can always text me or Jay a voice note if you got our numbers, man. But send them over to us. Or you can also send them on the gram, too. You can send a voice note to the uh, to the DM, but send us a voice note. Let us know your thoughts on the season now that it's over. Let us know um, what y'all feel about it. Should it get a season four or not? Can they continue to figure out ways to do this story? Because another thing that we ain't get a chance to talk about, but they've killed off a lot of people on this show too, man. And that sort of leaves you in a bind when your main characters are gone and now you left with a bunch of characters who are underdeveloped um one thing we didn't talk about this episode too was dre and nina i didn't like how they was chilling and smoking on the couch while keisha was in there being depressed about possibly having a baby but i didn't like them ending this episode on this like did you ever get the impression proverbial that high nina note was the type of person that would smoke weed inside of their living room in with the, the crib no and kiss her girlfriend no 
And her first wife, Karen, who they just never explained her disappearance. Maybe she got kidnapped by Omari. I don't fucking know. But she wouldn't have did that shit. She definitely wouldn't have allowed it. Um, but Dre, counselor, fuck it. We out here in the living room while our kids are suffering from PTSD. Fuck it. Um, all that to say, let us know what y'all thought, man. Season three of The Shy is the season that I'm going to pretend never happened. Um, it'll be quickly forgotten. I won't be rewatching, but you know, maybe y'all feel different. If you liked it, hit us with the voice note on this week in culture pod. Look out for the thread on Facebook tomorrow. Follow this week in culture on all socials and follow our personal pages. If you want to know what the fuck we doing on a day to day, um, I may or may not follow you back if I don't know you. Cause that's just how we live. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm your host and Wood. that's your host, Jay Johnson. This week in culture episode 114. We out.